I'm trying to think. What's my favorite insult from the first movie? I think it's Pusshead. That's a good one. A few people get called Pussheads. Funny if I just said mine was a slur. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I remember when I saw it, the, the whole thing, I mean, the, they're the exact same age as me. Yeah. So when I saw it, the, the fact that they were cussing did nothing to me. All the adults were like, oh my, oh, this kid's yeah. cussing this movie. Mm-hmm. That's mm. terrible. But now when I watched that... Uh, Maybe it was the second one. Mm-hmm. Tanner Boyle uses the N word, mm-hmm. and it was so fucking shocking as to he hear does that. in the it first never, one. It he wasn't the first one, but it yeah. didn't bother me in the first yeah. one for some reason. Maybe because I had seen it before, but <clears throat> this was just like, whoa, dude, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, dude, no, yeah, that those those scenes are the 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 one the only ones where you're just like, what? Like every every <laughs> other time that. When the kids cuss, it's like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like when they say this, when that one kid says the slurs, you're just yeah. like, what? No. That one kid. Yeah. Did you call him that one kid? Sorry. He's the greatest bear of all time. No, of course. Tanner well, Boyle. Well, we'll get to it. Tanner Boyle. Oh, I'm more of a, a Carmen. Carmen <laughs> R- Ram- Raguzi. Ranzani. <laughs> Ranzani. <laughs> uh, hey, he's a better actor than his cousin. Oh, yeah. The much better actor. Yeah, who's his cousin? Should, should we save it or should oh, we save, save it? Oh, save yeah. it, Okay, save okay. Yeah, you'll, uh, well, I mean, as soon as we say his real name, you'll know who he's related to. Maybe we don't have to say his real name. We'll say it when maybe, we, we maybe get we'll to it. Maybe we'll say his name. Yeah. Is Frank Pedalskans. <laughs> okay. Uh, of the Pedalskanses of New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, well, we're rolling. Uh, we, should we... Broken training. Yeah, we've broken training. I was breaking wind in the corner. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys are breaking might be, might be more enjoyable than watching Dota <laughs> Japan. So. Uh, Truth. Well, this is, uh, this is a different kind of episode. So It's a very special episode. Should, uh, who wants to introduce this episode? I think Dennis should do it. Yeah, our, our guest will introduce the name of the show and uh, what makes this... Uh, episode different from other episodes. Okay. Go, I, Dennis. I will do that, but first we have to pay some bills. Yeah. Uh, this episode of 2002, A Film Odyssey, uh-huh. is brought to you by Chico's Bail Bonds, <laughs> letting freedom ring since 1976. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. Uh, hello, welcome, everybody. This is 2002, A Film Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, going kind of off the rails this week. Yeah, uh, I'm, which we do occasionally, and we call yes, it. What it do we call happened. it, Dennis? A retro rewind mm. Rensray. <laughs> Close. Uh, home video edition. Home video edition. That's yeah. right. It's okay. a home video. This edition. is the third one of the home video editions. It is the third one. Yes. You did American uh, Pies. Did American Pie two? Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. Cop, yeah. uh, would you call? The 88 Minutes episode, mm. an official entry into the home video edition. That's an 88 Minutes edition. Okay, it's, that's its own thing. <laughs> so I can't wait to do... It's a, a bonus right, episode. I can't wait to do a Righteous Kill 88 Minutes edition yeah. episode later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So yeah, the third the third home video one. And um, we actually, last night, spent a, a decent amount of time going over the DVD release schedule for yeah. 2002. And we're very excited about some of the movies yeah. that we're going to eventually get to do episodes on. A lot of so, cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for introducing. The... Did I? Did I actually get uh, yeah, to the yeah, introduction? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yet? I think I no, think I okay. might have cut you off. Go no, ahead. No. 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 Hi, welcome everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to my left is uh, the host of the show, Andrew. Hello, I'm Andrew. And to my right, the other host of the show, Dan. Hello. That's that Dan. Great, you guys, that's the yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a great job, Dennis. This is, Thank you. as you said, 2002 of Film Odyssey. I said that. Home video edition. I didn't say that. Uh, where uh, we go through the home video releases of 2002 as opposed to the theatrical releases. And uh, I should know this, but what what day are we on? This would be February... Uh, I believe this is February 7th was when this came out on yes. uh, DVD. I, I had this info like yesterday yeah. and now I... I'm sorry, when what came out on DVD? Well, uh, so now... We we've talked about this off mic that we're we're embarrassed that we have not had you sing yet on the show, Dennis. Now, I came up with a, an opening yeah. number for this episode that kind of explains what the movie is, and I know you also came up with an opening I did. number. I did. Uh, did you want to do yours first, or I, Dan? You get to pick. Uh, do you want to hear Andrew's song or my song first? Um, I think we should start with Andrews, if only because I know you're going to be a better singer than him. <laughs> and no, that's not, not right now, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I think, think either still, way. I, think, yeah. I, think, I mean, I think I could probably top you guys for uh, uh, worst singer easily. Uh, I don't know about that. No, I'm pretty bad. I'm, uh, I've been called tone deaf before, so. <laughs> I've been called tone low. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I'm walking down the street like, hey, there's tone low. Where's your funky Comodina? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my Billy Crystal. That that's Tone Loke. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Thank yeah, God. He, <laughs> he has like two famous songs yeah. that are exactly the same yeah. song. Wild and, Thing and, and Funky Paul Medina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which one and, do you prefer? And he was in Surf Ninjas. He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura also. He's the cop, yeah. Shout out to Nick. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Nick. I'm sure he'll be a guest on an episode yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah, we need to have him in here. It's expressed interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my... He's actually really terrible. He's probably... <laughs> you don't want him on the show. Yeah, really okay. Wait, he... We'll cut, you know, we'll cut all this This isn't being recorded, right? No, no. We'll cut all this. Okay. We're, yeah. we're off, you're off, okay, Mike. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nick sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my opening... My Billy Crystal-style opening number okay. explains what what movie we're watching. And how it ties into the you know the show, but you guys do have to sing harmonize with me oh. for the chorus. What a year it was. Uh, close. <laughs> uh, so when I gesture, I'll do you first, Dennis. When I gesture to you, you can join in in the chorus, and it's gonna be uh, you're just gonna say two thousand two, two thousand two. And then after we're doing that for a few moments, okay. I'll gesture to you, Danny, and you can join in. I am not going to 2002, 2002. You know, he does the same thing when we're foaming stuff together. And this is what happens to me every time. I have to take a half hour where I'm All crying right. and laughing so much. You know, uh, before you get started, yeah. we should definitely have Dennis on for the We Were Soldiers Absolutely. episode. Because we've had a, a We Were Soldiers song yeah. since, like, 2007 probably yeah we were 
we were we were, we were soldiers? soldiers. We were soldiers. We were soldiers. Yeah. What what is a we were? Why are these soldiers we? What is a we were? A we were uh, soldier. You're just gonna have to watch <laughs> yeah. the movie. Is that like a out? buffalo soldier? <laughs> yeah. A we were soldier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is good <laughs> stuff, Dennis. <laughs> I really hope it is. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it is. I'm sorry if it's not. Yeah. I'm really high. Ah. <laughs> uh, did you need a bad news beer? No. Okay. All right. So here is the uh, the opening song. Okay. One, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Can you sing my part again? I've already forgotten. Well, it's it's well. What I'll, a year it was. I'll do the cor- I'll sing it for a few moments. It's oh, okay. 2002, okay, okay. 2002. <laughs> Please stop. But I'll gesture <laughs> to you when it's time. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I had this memorized this morning. Okay. Let me see if I can. The bad news bears, they quite often lose. They're a ragtag bunch, and their coach likes to booze. <laughs> cut, the, cut the two, so the, like, the coach likes booze. The coach likes booze. <laughs> They're the underdogs of junior baseball. And they had three movies in the 70s. But years later, on the very same day, the whole trilogy was released on DVD. What year was that? Well, let me tell you, it was the year 2002, 2002. 2002, 2002, 2002, 2002, 2002, 2002, Yeah, thank you. If there was a crowd, they'd be going wild right now. Yeah, so that was the intro song. Yes. So... If you couldn't tell, the movie that we're going to be talking about is The Bad News Bears oh, that's right. yes. from 1976, mm-hmm. The Bad News Bears in Breaking Training, Training. from 1977, Ooh. and The Bad News Bears Go to Japan from 1978. Three in a row? Yeah, three years in a row, three movies. Yeah, three in a row. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, was that so good that you don't need to hear my song? I think no, we, I, I think we do need, need to hear yours. Yeah, I can go. No, no, we absolutely right. need to hear yours, Dennis. All right, <clears throat> forgive the tempo of this, you uh, opera purists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to sing along with a track, but it moves so fast I couldn't get the words in. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be acapella. Bad news, bears. Charles, <laughs> I need to start over. Sorry. <laughs> We can include all this, right? Toy boat, toy. <clears throat> 2002. 2002. Bad News Bears stars Walter Matthew and a young Tatum O'Neill. Breaking training has William Devane and a whole lot of less appeal. Tony Curtis goes to Tokyo with a few brats left in it. Part one is great, part two is bad, and the third is a piece of... Can I curse on the show? <laughs> Shit. Piece of crud. Crud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was wonderful, Dennis. Thank yeah, you. Thank, you. Thank, yes. you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, Dan, do you have an opening number? Well, nobody fucking <laughs> told me to write a song. You both prepared songs, and then I just show up looking like a jackass with no song. <laughs> jackass? No, a dick. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Uh, well, I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more fun than watching Bad News Bears go to Japan. Yeah. And possibly more fun than breaking training. Right. As well. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got three films to talk about. Should we talk, uh, should we just jump right into the first one? Do you have a song prepared just for, for the one? first? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> But we can, uh, what was, what year was the first one? 76? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 76. 1976. Mm-hmm. What a year it was. What a year, what it, a year was. it was. Bicentennial. <laughs> hey, that's why it says on the, their, their uniforms, the Chico's bail bond, let freedom ring. Because in 1976, I don't know, you guys might be too young to remember this. Yeah. It was, it was the, the bicentennial. Yeah. And, uh, the whole country was bicentennial crazy. Yeah. Okay. So There's... that let freedom ring on the back was a. I have I have thing. A, I have an aunt that lives in Corona, California, oh. so not a great uh, <clears throat> place to visit. But uh, every time I would go there with my dad, um, there's like this dam or something, some big like bridge or something, and it's got this huge like. America's bicentennial mural that was yeah. from 1976. So I've, I've just always had that like burned into my brain. So I know all about the bicentennial, even though I wasn't alive. Hmm. Yeah. What do you know about the bicentennial, Andrew? <laughs> I mean, not much. The, <laughs> all I know is that bad news bears. This would have come out ten years before I was born. So I don't know anything. Hmm. Hmm. I was uh, 12 when it came out, you fucker. <laughs> uh, oh, so you 11 have... 11 years before I was born. <laughs> you have a lot of insight on this. You'll be able to tell oh, us. Oh, so much. So yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, well, my normal question would be, you know, have you seen this in theaters? Dan and I did not. Did you see this in theaters? It's funny you should mention that because yeah. I was just picturing uh, my favorite uncle taking me to see this uh-huh. in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Uncle Bill, if you're listening. Love you. Favorite uncle. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell us about the experience? Um, it was, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, being that age and seeing, seeing these kids, mm-hmm. uh, my age up on the screen playing this and cussing and, uh, just being real. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was fun to see. You know. And you were the same age as the kids, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the kids is Aaron Blunt is like four days younger than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, same age, exact same age. Nice. I'd, I'd imagine it was a big nice. hit. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was a hit. Yes. Uh, oh, like the crowd. A lot was... of it had to do with Tatum O'Neill. She was she was really hot at the time because of right. uh, Paper Moon winning yeah. the Oscar the year before. That would have been the year before, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, this was directed by Michael Ritchie. Uh-huh. This was his fourth movie? So Downhill Racer I was, was say, no, Downhill his Racer, first movie. And he did one called Smile. Smile. It was and, about beauty pageants. Yeah, and then Prime Cut, I believe. Prime Cut, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Have you ever seen Prime Cut, Dan? 
No, I don't even know what prime cut is. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. I've I have it if you want to borrow it. It's uh like a crime uh Lee Marvin plays like a mob enforcer who uh uh like has to he goes to visit Gene Hackman, right? Who's a yes. uh, He's got a, like a female name. So. Uh Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to see Marianne. <laughs> and Gene Hackman as Marianne. Yeah. Uh it's a pretty fun like crime movie it's it's a lot of fun i like yeah. it a lot uh, uh we should talk about michael might be Ritchie's my second favorite lee marvin oh really yeah. what is point blank number point one blank, absolutely. yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, we should talk about michael Ritchie's like 80s and onward career because it's pretty bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> it gets yeah it, it gets pretty uh pretty not great the last like movie real movie that he directed i if you want to call it that was the scout with Brendan Fraser, Brooks, Brendan oh, Fraser yeah. movie, yeah, uh, Cops and Robertsons Oof. with Chevy. Mm. I said it correctly that time. <laughs> Chevy Chase and uh, Jack Palance. Uh, Fletch lives. Yeah, so he was a Chevy guy. Yeah. He, he was clearly yeah. like a guy that could tolerate being on set with Chevy Chase. For he like must have a done month. Fletch as well. I think he did Fletch. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you imagine being on that set with that asshole? Oh yeah. <laughs> He also did uh, The Golden Child. Yeah. Which okay. is that super... That other uh, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> We're making friends on this podcast. Yeah. I hope you're listening, uh, uh, Mr. Chase and Mr. Murphy. And The Candidate, right? With uh, Robert... Redford. Redford. Yeah. Yeah, that was before... Before... Before the 80s. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was like late 70s. Wasn't no, it was no, like I think 70. It was early. Yeah. It's before oh. Bad News Bears. Yeah, oh, I think for it's some reason. I... Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 1972. Same year as Prime Cut. Oh, actually. Okay. So he did a. Like. Oh, four movies before the Bad News Bears. Hmm. Downhill Racer, Prime Cut, Candidate, and Smile. Hmm. Those are his four. Yeah. I like Downhill Racer. Those, those are all real good. Do you like Downhill Racer? Um, I've come to appreciate it more. Yeah. I remember I once I, you told me that it put you to sleep. Well, yeah, it, it was it's something that was on TV at one point in my childhood that I remember seeing. And I think it just lulled me into a sleep. And then the same thing happened when I tried to watch it mm-hmm. in my 20s. But it might have been because I was high. And then uh, I watched it again recently when Criterion put it mm-hmm. out. And I liked it. I liked it. I liked Gene Hackman a lot in it. Yeah. And, you know, Redford's always good. Dabney Coleman's in that movie. Dabney Coleman. My mom, my mom knows Dabney Coleman pretty well. Yeah. She's like, she's like friends with, um, his daughter. Mm. Mm. Been friends with his daughter. He's got to be pushing 90 now, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, Dabney. (laughs) Dabney. (laughs) Grandpa Dabney's coming by. Dabney's a good name. That's a great name. Maybe we'll get Dabney in the shed. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll pull some strings. Uh, yeah, make sure he hears that episode where I'm making fun of him. <laughs> oh, Dabney. Oh, Dabney. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll, 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 let me listen to an episode. I'll see what you guys are all about before I Oh, uh, you did the Bad down. News Bears? Oh, no. <laughs> he's just like, oh, Dabney doesn't want to come on your stupid show. <laughs> yeah. I have a sense this is going to be one of our more off-the-rails uh, episodes. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, these movies are pretty shaggy. That's yeah. appropriate, I feel shaggy like. Shaggy movie, yeah. shaggy episode. Yeah. Um, uh, 
So let's just briefly summarize what the Bad News Bears is. It's uh, uh, Walter Matthau plays uh, Buttermaker. Morris Buttermaker. Morris Buttermaker, who was a former minor leaguer. Mm -hmm. Kind of washed up by the time we meet him. Mm -hmm. And he's a pool cleaner. Um, Just a hustler. Yeah, and he's been hired by... Uh, a like a, a little league parent, which is against the rules. You don't buy your coaches, right? But... And he he hires Buttermaker just because he was a minor league player, right? He thinks he's... it'll attract some attention. Yeah, because I think he he like threw a strike against uh, who's the famous player Ted um... Um, Hank Aaron. No, Didn't not Hank Didn't he, like, Aaron. strike out Hank Aaron or something? I thought it was uh, older than that. I thought it was a guy from, like, the 50s. Yeah, Hank Aaron gets mentioned, but... Yeah, because it's, uh, it's Abdul's favorite player. Ab- Abdul's oh, favorite right, player, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I think the story player. that he tells him is fake, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't strike out this, right. this legendary player. But he told him that story to inspire yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's a, you know, washed up. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a different brand of beer in like every, <laughs> every scene, scene in the yeah. movie, mm-hmm. yeah, which is uh, funny. And when we we meet him, he's pouring pouring whiskey in his beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's normal. Yeah. That's a normal <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, like putting tequila in a Gatorade or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tequila in a Gatorade. Yeah, who would ever do that? <laughs> yeah. Do that and call it an Aqua Belva. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bad News Bears cocktail. <laughs> yeah. So Buttermaker gets hired to, you know, coach. And they're this... a terrible team. They know yeah. going in, they're like the worst team in the league. Yeah. A band so of misfits. Just, yeah. Yeah. Now, I was thinking about this, and this might be a question for you, Dennis. Is there uh, a movie, this, this movie is the earliest example I can think of for the, you know, the ragtag band of misfits, like the underdogs who become champions like that kind of a family sports movie is there one before it because i feel like you've probably seen more 70s comedies i I can't think of any in that era um i i think it was the first one i think it was the first the model for like other movies like mighty ducks and things like that uh i can't think of anything prior to that there have been Plenty of movies with a bat, you know, misfit, yeah, boozers, but as a sports team, I yeah, can't think of anything. Because in the '90s, Dan and I would have watched a bunch of those, like, yeah, mm-hmm. Big def- Green, and watching yeah. it, you definitely get the sense that it's like the archetype, yeah, for yeah. what all those movies, you know, would later rip off, right? And even like less specific ones like Heavyweights and stuff, which yeah. are not like necessarily yeah. sports movies, but they're but, still like. Have the the misfits. Yeah. What's yeah. the uh, the the Rodney Dangerfield uh, where he's the lady lady bugs. Yeah. bugs. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and are they a, a team of misfits until um, the uh, girls team? Yeah. Yes. But the, this is a reverse of Bad News Bears. They get a boy on right. instead of a girl, and they become winners. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That movie is terrible. <clears throat> Well, I haven't so seen Ladybugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so I I it's not my favorite reason, actor. <laughs> I used to love watching Ladybugs a lot when I was a kid. I don't yeah. know why. Uh, it was a movie that we had taped off of cable on VHS, 
so it was just a movie that we always had around and i watched it all the time um yeah it's a rough it's a rough one now because it's like john of the brandis like dressing up as uh you know a girl for a lot of the movie and it, it, it has look, a lot of jokes. It would at still that. look like Jonathan Brandis. Though. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it just looks like Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, um, you can't it, hide that hotness under a wig. There's a lot of jokes at the expense of. Yeah, R.I.P. Second episode mentioning Jonathan Brandis in a row, by the way. Oh, that's right. He was in Hearts War. Yeah, that's sort of in Hearts War. It's actually I don't. You haven't gotten to that part of the episode yet. But it's like kind of sad because that was the movie that he thought was going to revitalize his career, but then they like cut all oh, of his yeah. parts from yeah. it. So then that's when he went on like a you know depression spiral, and mm. that's what led to that's sad. Yeah, so, yeah, sad here. Well, well, thanks for bringing us down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is going really well. Too. Yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Can we talk about River Phoenix dying on the <laughs> sidewalk now for laughs? Uh, this is awful. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, where, where were we? So, uh, we were talking about the the movies that Dan and I grew up with that were clearly influenced by Bad News Bears. So, and I would also say that Bad News Bears probably was the predecessor to the uh the bad blank genre like the bad occupation uh comedy like bad I, santa bad I, mm, bad teacher bad uh, I, grandpa no i think that's definitely a, a now era thing i don't think it has anything to the bad news bears yeah but i mean he's like you know he's a you know a foul-mouthed uh drunk interacting with kids um I, yeah but he's also not nearly as like rude and stuff yeah and that's, he's not Billy the Bob. bad he's not the bad news the, the right right he's are yeah bad the, news. They're, that's the bad thing. is for it's bad the, news for the yankees yeah for an alcoholic like he's pretty high functioning in the movie <laughs> like yeah. i was always like yeah you know he doesn't really seem like it's affecting him did all you that ever much. did you ever see his cameo in the movie earthquake uh, no. Oh, my no. God. He's not credited at all, but he's in several scenes, and he plays a drunk in a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always, like, sleeping through big scenes, and there's a fight going on behind him, and he'll just lift his head with his drink, and he'll say, Spiro Agno, and take a drink, and, <laughs> and then drink down and pass that again. But he does some really funny stuff peripherally yeah. in it. Um and he's not even supposed to be in the movie. I think yeah. he was just there on set. And they were like, yeah. put him in a funny hat and yeah. a, a disco shirt. Yeah. It's brilliant. Walter Matthau was the best. He really yeah. is. I'm a Matthau really guy. I, uh, Absolutely. He he makes this movie. Oh, like, totally. If, oh, if he, he weren't in this movie, it would probably not be, be good. It'd be breaking, breaking training. training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we found that <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Well, he, there's, there's some big differences between yeah. you know, this yeah. and breaking training. That's really where... The whole franchise crashes right after one. <laughs> but yeah, I think he can elevate pretty much anything, Walter Matthau. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And uh, where, so for Matthau and, and out there, if you've never seen Charlie Varick, yeah, you need to see Charlie Varick. I was gonna say right now. This would have been uh, so. This was seventy six. Charlie Varick was seventy three. Yeah, seventy three, seventy four. Yeah. 
Uh, I think the taking of Pella 1, 2, 3 oh. has my favorite, oh. like, ending to mm-hmm. a movie yeah. I've ever seen, possibly. Like, oh. at least final shot. Like, it's yeah. in the top five for me. Big it's so good. Eyes. His face. Yeah. His hand dog face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good, that movie. Oh. Such a great face. Such a great voice. Yeah. Uh, first thing I saw Matthew in was Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, same. I loved both of those movies mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Uh I think my grandma took me to see them. Both of them. Grumpier old men, too. Yeah, yeah I owned them on VHS. Just a, just like a cool like 10-year-old with grumpy old men on VHS in his room. Was there a third one of those? No. No, it was just the two. Not grumpiest old men? No. But there was, like, I think The Odd Couple 2 came out, uh, like, late 90s. And mm. then you had My Fellow Americans. What's the one where they out. go to sea? Out to sea. Out to oh, see, yeah. That's yeah. with... Uh, okay, I thought maybe it had their title, their their names. Oh, like... Like, the, like Grumpy Old Like man. the Grumpy like Old Men Go Out exactly. to See. No. Yeah. yeah, it was unrelated. Okay. But I mean, it could have been another Grumpy Old Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. those two together. Do you remember who played the dad of Jack Lemmon in the Grumpy Old Men franchise? Uh, I mean, I don't know that actor's name. Oh, you don't? Oh, but, okay. I mean, I know him very well from uh, those You'll kick yourself. It's Burgess Meredith. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Love him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colder, colder than a witch's titty. The first time I ever heard that phrase <laughs> that, was from him. I still get that phrase in my head every once in a while. Yeah, earworm. Let's yeah. hear your Burgess Meredith saying that right now. Mm, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, I know. No, I can't do it. But he just says, it's colder. That's it. Colder than a rock. Yeah. Throw the Mickey in there and then you'll find the voice. Or the penguin. Colder than a witch's tit. But yeah, I was a pretty big fan of the Grumpy Old Men movies when I was a little kid. Fair enough. Yeah. And. Yeah, so I think I've always been drawn to to Mathau. But, yeah, I'm... It's nice to know that he was, like, the lead in so many movies around That's the weird thing about the 1970s. Yeah. Never been able to get away with. You had your Donald Sutherlands and... Elliot Goulds as leading man and Dustin yeah. Hoffman as well, leading Elliot Gould man. was straight up like hot in the long goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, but uh, but maybe not in the classic <laughs> Hollywood. Sense. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean yeah. Ryan O'Neill would probably been oh, I think he would be the the, the yeah. huge star of the seventies and he was right. huge. But yeah. I mean these guys though, the, yeah, like, not George right. Siegel. George Siegel. Not and, good looking. You know, I mean they guy, are, guys they are with like uh, but character. Yeah, total yeah. character stuff. So they're they're guys that would be relegated to character actor yeah. status in And that's why I'm hot for Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah. He's so hot. Uh, but yeah, Matthew got like he was the star of this movie. Yeah. Uh Charlie Varick, which probably would have like in an an alternate universe would have starred like Charles Bronson or uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds or something. Charles Bronson's another one. That face? Yeah, he's... <laughs> have you looked closely at his nose? He's got a face for radio. He really yeah. does. He's well, amazing. Bronson rules for a different reason. He absolutely rules. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't <laughs> think of Charles Bronson without thinking of the Bronson... Uh, Bronson, Missouri, Simpsons joke that we talked about on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ma, how about some cookies? 
that was that was really good. That was better than uh, his Burgess Meredith. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to do a Charles Bronson episode. Uh, I yeah, we could probably figure out a way to make that yeah. fit in, or just do it. Just do a special uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, do a special uh, twelve to midnight. Twelve to uh, midnight yeah. episode. I think I have every single. Charles Bronson '80s movie on VHS. Yep, Kinjate. Behind me. Yeah, he I does. think I do have he does that Kinjate forbidden. Yeah, forbidden subjects. We watched that. That movie's pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's yeah. quite bad. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, to Midnight is the one. It would make a good uh, Kinjate would make a good triple with Black Rain and It would make a great Year of the Dragon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kinjate. <laughs> and Rising Sun. Let's oh, and Rising Sun. Yeah. Right. A good the, foursome. The uh, the white cop uh, deals with uh, Asian gangsters. Genre. Yeah. Oh, did you say Black Rain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Black Rain. Yeah. yeah. Black Rain, I think, is probably the top of that genre for yeah. me. Even if I don't think it's like a great movie, I think it's like super watchable. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is the uh, I was thinking about Black Rain while watching Bad News Bears Go to Tokyo because mm-hmm. of the relationship between Tony Curtis and the and the coach the Japanese baseball yeah. coach oh yeah and they get they get real raucous <laughs> oh my hands. god <laughs> what the hell was that yeah they're yeah. wearing each other's baseball yeah. hats right oh my uh, that movie fell oh, yeah I, I, I guess we gotta, we gotta build up to yeah it. so uh, long story short the Bad News Bears one is is a good like sports yeah, well, comedy I, from the seventies. I think it's one of the best sports comedies. Period. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's super like shaggy. It feels like low budget. Like they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, like it. It isn't particularly like it's not a great looking movie. Like mm-hmm. it feels very like rough. Um, but it's like appropriate. It feels mm-hmm. feels like what that movie should look and feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the supporting cast is the kids. The kids are great. They're not cloying. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not yeah. what they become later on. Yeah, and, the kids you know, in the first one are pretty good. They feel yeah, like real kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We've got our adorable uh, blonde bigot. Uh, yeah, that, that's Every, everybody knows one. Everybody knows one. You know who you are. <laughs> oh yeah, you go to uh, what, what's you the character? County, you'll find more than one of them. What's right. the character's name? Uh, that would be Tanner Boyle. Tanner Boyle, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's like the he's the little one. Yeah, he's he's, he's scrappy. He's scrappy. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. scrappy. Uh, yeah, he loves to fight. Yeah, loves to make arguments. But yeah, he does have that one scene where he, he says slurs, and then they like do a callback to that scene in yeah. Breaking Training. That's yeah, super yeah, unnecessary. Just <laughs> totally uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he has slurs for you know each player. On oh, the, that's great! We've got a blanket for a blanket, a blanket, yeah, a blanket gotta, and a blanket, and a blanket, and a drunk for a coach. Yeah, uh, and the fact that there is a callback in the second one makes me think that that line was like a hit. Oh yeah, it was. when you know it to was. have this little little kid uh, Just say rail all those. Them off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it was a se- different. The second movie is like loaded with slurs because all those like texas kids yeah. call yeah. call um yeah they call them uh, can i uh, f slurs the f slur thing yeah yeah, yeah. 
yeah, there a lot of a lot of slurs just get dropped. Yeah, uh, like it's no big deal. Because I guess it wasn't back then. No, it was. It oh. was. Yeah. Yeah. I would, no. When when I was saying that to you earlier, I just meant, you know, with, with the real kids of my life, you uh-huh. know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. When your best friend drops an f bomb, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it was not shocking to me watching the movie, where it was shocking to the adults. Well, and also the like audience. the idea of the notions of comedy were way different back then too. Mm-hmm. Like. A movie like this can drop slurs and be like, oh, it's a joke. It's funny because it's shocking because the little kid said it yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the joke. Whereas now in a movie, um, they just don't do that. You <laughs> yeah. know, and that's not me saying like, ah, oh, they got to go back to the way it was or whatever. <laughs> like, no, I don't think you need that scene in what is otherwise a really good movie. <laughs> but like, uh, it's just. You know, it was it was more acceptable to like put those in as a joke. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, you could say, "Oh, it's funny because it's it's a little kid yeah. saying it." You right. would never expect that. Yeah, it's like a little kid talking like an adult. Yeah, yeah, that's the joke, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you do you all have a favorite bear? A favorite. I'm a bear. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Wolf. <laughs> a favorite bear from the Oh, film. Bad News Bears. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, a favorite I was child say, actor. I was thinking or... maybe Yogi. Yeah. Hey, Bart. Look at the abs on Boo Boo. <laughs> He's been working out, Mr. Ranger, sir. Uh, my favorite bear. Um, yeah. Um, lupus? Uh, Lupus no, Lupus sucks. And he sucks even worse in the second one, and I get, oh, God, I'm getting angry thinking about this. Okay, so... Uh, um, Stein. Oh, Stein. Stein, who Stein looks so like funny. 40 years yeah, old by the third one. Yeah, uh, I think he was. I think he was. Uh, no, maybe Ogilvy. Maybe Ogilvy. Ogilvy's funny. Yeah. yeah. I I do... I'm, you Tanner guys, Boyle is every, is every kid's favorite. I'd imagine Tanner but, Boyle yeah, is He was favorite, like everybody's but, hero. Uh, but I liked Ogilvy. I thought he was cool. I did think Stein had a good moment at the end of the second one. Or, I'm sorry, the end of the first one. He has some funny moments when yeah. he gets hit by the balls. When uh, when Buttermaker wants him to be... Get yeah. out there and do it! And he's like, by my shoulder! <laughs> and then Buttermaker's just like, oh, just let him hit you in the shoulder this time. and Just go out there. And he's yeah. like, I don't want it. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. That I thought was a pretty it good moment. It is funny. That yeah. is funny. Uh, I like the original Engelbert. Yeah, Engelbert. Yeah, yeah, Engelbert, yeah. yeah. Uh, the first one. the the Engelbert in the sequels is terrible. He's the like, worst. yeah, and it's such a weird characterization change because all of a sudden he's like a he's like a hi, I'm a southern fat guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what he that's what he does. It's weird because yeah. they're all California kids. Yeah, but uh, I just like the part where. Uh, Buttermaker's like, there's chocolate on this ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he gets mad. He's like, "What are you? What are you making fun of me here?" My doctor says I have to eat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Engelbert, he's like the he's the catcher great. in yeah. all three. He's, he's like the Goldberg. Big, he's Goldberg from the Mighty yeah, Ducks. The prototype like, of Goldberg. Yeah, I, I mean, because I is he Patrick Renner from the Big Green? 
Yeah, he's also yeah, the goalie from the yeah. green. Yeah, too. Yeah. It's like the fat guy's got to do the like least athletic uh, <laughs> yeah. position or whatever. Yeah. Which is funny because I think pulling catcher is actually probably the hardest thing you can do in baseball. Yeah, because uh, you got to like fucking squat for hours. <laughs> like that sounds painful. I've never played catcher. I played catcher like one game of little league and mm. never did it again. I played left out. Mm. I didn't get to play. Mm. Am I the only kid that played like little league for a long time? Uh, I never, never played. I played uh, like t-ball for a little while. Mm. Uh, shortstop. I played up until like high school. Yeah, I did you never basketball and football. That's it for me. Okay. okay. Uh, well, getting back to Engelbert, I did read that the actor who played Engelbert, who I can't remember off the top of my head. Do you know his name, Dennis? It's like or, Gary something, right? Yeah. I don't remember. In the first one, he, I think... Uh, I know the, the replacement is like a three-named serial killer type <laughs> name. <laughs> well, Jeffree Star Pierce the, as Engelberg. The uh, original Engelberg is uh, Gary Lee Cavan- oh. Cavagnaro. Oh, so oh, he's okay. also got a Cav- serial name. <laughs> Cavagnaro? Yeah, but he's Cavagnaro. good. He's good. Cavagnaro. Uh, yeah, he is good. Um, but I, I believe I read on the IMDb trivia that he, he like got taller and he lost a lot of weight. In yeah. Between. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he didn't look and like so they were, oh, I, I, there's I, all the fat jokes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he didn't work for Engelbert. Yeah. What's funny is, is they could have totally written that in like, Oh, Engelbert <laughs> lost all of his weight, like between summers yeah, or something like that. And now he's like hot or something like that. Like that, that could have yeah. been a joke in yeah. the second one, but and it could have been an actual interesting way to continue that character instead yeah. of what yeah. they do with it. But, you mean have him on a toilet eating a bucket of chicken? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's. Funny. But I'm I'm assuming that the 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 suits at Paramount were like, no, we need him to be a yeah. fat guy. Yeah. We, we need more of those jokes. We yeah. need a little tuna can. Yeah. <laughs> we need him always running out of the van so he can go take a dump somewhere. Yeah. Oh god, that uh, character's so bad. It's oh, so infuriating. Um. So, yeah, in the first one, they're, they're a ragtag bunch. They, uh, they're they not great. They eventually... No, they're, they're bad. They're, they're, they're bad. getting blown out. Yeah. It's all a matter of finding the right new players. Yeah. Two players. Two players. Yeah. Both uh, superstars. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley plays Kelly Leak, uh, who... Is just a what's his line? He says, Tatum O'Neill says to him, like, why are you always hanging out by the the ball field? And he's like, I'm just looking for some nice ass. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, he's 14 going on yeah 40 midlife yeah. crisis. He's, he's he's smoking cigarettes, smoking cigarettes, riding yeah. a dirt bike across the field, getting chased away by the yeah <laughs> Joyce Van Patten. She's great, right? Her. As Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. The, yeah, the clubhouse runner. Right, the equipment equipment office. manager. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's just always just riding his dirt bike on the field, and they're yeah. yelling at him. Uh, so, is where was this for Jackie Earl Haley? Because all I really know him from when he was a child <sighs> actor is this. Okay, a couple years before this, he does a movie that. He really should have been given every single award in the world for. 
in the movie Day of the Locust. Mm. He plays a character named Adore, who uh, his mother wants him to be the next Shirley Temple and has him dressed up as a Shirley Temple type character in a mm-hmm. dress and a little blonde wig. He's yeah. super creepy. He runs, he terrorizes Donald Sutherland all the time. Um, <laughs> good, singing, good guy to terrorize. Donald, <laughs> Donald Sutherland as Homer Simpson in that movie is his name. <laughs> oh yeah. That is his name, Homer Simpson. Uh, is just wild-eyed and crazy and in love with, with Karen Black, but he can't express it the right way. He's so socially awkward. And Jackie Earl Haley will just pop up out of the bushes and laugh at him and start tap dancing around him, singing, Jeepers, Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? He's amazing. He is amazing Mm -hmm. in it. I I don't know what he did between Day of the Locust and Bad News Bears. Yeah. You always have told me I should see Day of the Locust, but I never never have. It's fantastic. And what year did that come out? 74. Okay, so a couple years Maybe prior. 73, yeah. 74. It's John Schlesinger directed that one. Midnight right. Cowboy. And... Yeah. Uh... Wait, who did Cool Hand Luke? Franklin J. Schaffner? Mm. George Roy Hill? No. It's somebody I always get mixed up with, Schlesinger. Uh... Hmm. Well, I do that with uh, Franklin J. Schaffner, too, the... Who's the guy? That Who did, did the uh, laughing policeman the with apes. with Matthau? <laughs> You're just like you just keep just naming different things. <laughs> Poor Dan's thumb. I'm like trying. Through. I'm trying to look him up, but then you're just like, and you're like, well, who did the laughing policeman? I'm like, where's that figure? Bruce Stern played a character in that. What was the movie Bruce Stern did right before Laughing Policeman? Stuart Rosenberg. Stuart Rosenberg, who did Amityville Horror. Yeah, he did Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool Hand Luke with Clifton James. I wasn't going to say that, but yes, <laughs> Clifton James is in that. Yeah. Uh, who's in the second Bad News Bears. I was going to say yeah. Strother Martin. Oh, right. That, that has nothing to do with yeah, anything yeah. with Bad News Bears. So okay. Who's Clifton James in... Clifton is James the, the, like, um... is the uh, the tycoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, who is also Selling Sheriff J.W. Pepper from yes. Live and Let Die and... Oh. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the man with the golden gun. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's something else in *Live and Let Die*. Yep, that's a that's a that's a movie right there. Sheriff J W Pepper. J W Pepper. Uh, <laughs> well, we just went on several tangents. Yeah. So <laughs> what uh, movie are we talking about again? So oh, bad news bears. And who else it features? Who is? Oh, do we want to get that? Go ahead and go on with yours. We'll talk uh, about this guy in a second. Oh, well, I was just going to say... We're talking about the bear still. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're on the first one still. So, yeah. they need they need players. So, they get Jack Daryl Haley, who's... An uh, amazing hitting... Amazing athlete. And, and fielder. Yeah. Extraordinaire. And Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Who's got quite the knuckleball. Yeah. She's Is got, that... Kid's got an arm on her. Yeah. Uh, and this was right after Paper Moon? I think it was their next movie, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Might, might have been two-year difference there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do like her. Oh scenes. no, she did a movie called Nickelodeon mm. with, with her dad again. Yeah, I've never seen it. Ryan O'Neill. I think that's actor <laughs> Bogdanovich. He is, but there's like, something you need, about him. You need to see like What's Up, Doc. Yeah, and he's incredible. In that. Sometimes he works. Yeah, I, uh, I like him in Barry Lyndon. 
Yeah, I like yeah, I like Barry Lyndon. I do. I guess you know it's just one of those things. Where I don't know like, if he's good in Barry Lyndon, but he's good in Barry Lyndon. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. He he has he is a terrible person though. Mm. Yeah. Some and people right. know how to he use. Didn't him. even when Tatum O'Neill won her Oscar, mm-hmm. yeah. he didn't even go to the ceremony. Mm. Yeah, didn't even go. He was jealous. It's like what? Uh, I like the driver a lot. The driver's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I've never seen that. It's like really hard to track down because it's out of print and it's not on any streaming service mm. anymore. I have the DVD if you want to borrow it. I know. I think, I think I've think i thought about borrowing it before but haven't done it. I thought of borrowing it and not giving it back. Oh. Well, I'm sure this is exciting people, talk for our people listeners. People wonder where I amassed my about... giant collection. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out whether or not Dennis or Dan borrowed the say, driver. Uh, say, uh, Dan, you got a copy of Lost in Translation I can borrow? <laughs> We're just talking about letting each other borrow DVDs. This is cool, <laughs> cool talk. Uh, yeah, so so the Bears they get a couple of new new players and it transforms them a little yes. bit. Uh, well, it it transforms them in a way that. Uh, only Jackie Earl Haley and Tatum O'Neill are playing yeah, the rest yeah. of <laughs> Like, just kind of staring like, well, we're on the team, too. Yeah. So it, it creates some animosity, which is a nice little little yeah. drama. Yeah. They have in because there, there's, that, conflict. there's that scene where Walter Matthau tells Kelly Leak to just catch everything. Catch everything, And yeah. he's, like, running in front of the other players. Yeah, yeah. Run, it, run over to third base. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a right fielder. Yeah. Run over to third base and catch that. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I, will, I will say that the final game in this movie, I think, is my favorite final game of any, like, sports comedy. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, and Vic Morrow. Is, That's who I was going to bring up. Yeah. Vic Morrow's great. The thing I really, I really like about the first one is it kind of has something to say, and kinda, e, you kind of lose that with the other ones. Yeah, you know, like about, it kind of satirizes the uh, the do anything to win parent. Right. And, the the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Vic Morrow just being an abusive a hole. Yeah. You know. Well, and they also like not to get too ahead, but they don't win. <laughs> In the yeah, end, no, no, they, they don't, don't win. Like, yeah, that's but Dan, they do. They, yeah, they win something. They win. They, yes. Yeah, no, they don't. Win, it, they don't win that championship yeah. game. It subverts the like expectation that that now we all have for that genre, which is they're gonna come together and win mm. the big game at the end, and it's, everyone's <laughs> gonna feel real triumphant. But like, yeah. they lose. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's good. As a matter of fact, I remember being in the theater watching Rocky. And when he yeah. doesn't win, I stood up on my seat and said, They're ripping off Bad News Bears! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 70s underdog movies were a little bit better because the underdog didn't, didn't win. win. But they yeah. came close enough to make it. Or they die, or, you know, yeah. the heroes die. It's yeah. like, okay, all right, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot more realistic, like, a lot of the time. Like, the underdog yeah. is the underdog for a reason, and yeah. sometimes shit mm-hmm. happens, and you don't win. Yeah. And there's yes. more to be... There's more to be taken away from a movie where players like this don't win yeah. than there is one that just says, and in the end, yeah, you're gonna win. It, it's more about how they change, yeah, than right. Whether yeah. or not they, mm-hmm. they exactly, win yeah, uh, and uh, and it's it, it's a how does Buttermaker know Amanda? He he dated her mother. Is that yeah? Buttermaker yeah. dated Amanda. Dated Amanda's Amanda's mother. dated O'Neill. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it's it's an interesting relationship they have, but it's also kind of a weird relationship. Because uh, uh, she really wants she wants a father him figure. to be yeah. her mm-hmm. like father. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, well, maybe we can do this together. And yeah, and I think that's I think it kind of read me. I read it the wrong way when it first came out when i first saw it i was like oh well when she, she was like we should just go alone yeah like, oh you're like, getting on this 90 year old man yeah this is weird this is weird and i think i read it more like oh maybe we could just like do well, father daughter yeah i realize that yeah. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i like, I like so... andrew saying oh and i read it the correct way to read yeah. it by the way <laughs> yeah because he's so old <laughs> right it is funny how old he looks like and how and, old is he? This, then, don't tell me he's in his forties. No, I don't think so. I'm sure he. But he's not as that. old. He's he's he, younger. He's not then. like seventy. He's not like sixty-eight, sixty-nine, which is what he looks like. Right. Yeah, he's probably like. Yeah, probably forty-eight. Yeah, fifty-six. Fifty-six. Oh, okay. So, huh? Yeah. Who do I know that's in... fifty-six here? <laughs> hmm, are you fifty-six, Dan? No. Uh, are you Andrew? Not quite. Must be me. That's fifty-six. Congratulations. So you're Buttermaker age. I am Buttermaker age now. I was the age of the bears when it came well, you out. Don't no, look, you don't look at age. it. You don't look. No, you definitely you don't. don't look like Walter oh, Matthau no. in this no, movie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Walter Matthau, I'm convinced, like, as a baby looked old. <laughs> yeah. He just had, like, an old, craggy, saggy face. And you're just like, yeah. that baby's kind of ugly. And that posture of his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's great this there's a lot of great math out walks in this yeah. movie when he's uh, walking like from the pitcher's mound to the to the catcher's yeah. uh, it's so great that he was a movie star it's so great yeah so great yeah i've never seen a new leaf uh i have also I never seen it a new leaf. really it's, didn't yeah. i give it to you to no watch? it's always been on my watch list oh, it's so great and that's a different character for him yeah completely different than he's he's an upper crust socialite right kind of a male bimbo yeah i th- I, and, uh, I think i know pretty much everything about it but i've never seen it it's hysterical i actually yeah i had got to watch the entire elaine may yeah filmography because it's only yeah. like three movies so. you gotta yeah. watch ishtar too it'll surprise you i i actually want to yeah. yeah yeah and mikey and nikki's a plus yeah it's different than all those other yeah. movies we just mentioned yeah, yeah i've really never seen heartbreak movie. kid that's uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen the remake. Groden and, uh, yeah. Uh, who was in the, with Groden? Eddie Albert was the father, mm. father-in-law. Um, God, who's the, is it Sybil Shepherd? No, it's, who is it? Uh, somebody, I don't know. Somebody gorgeous. Um, man, I'm drawing a blank yeah. on that one. And. Jeannie Berlin is his wife, mm. who he married is married to, and she has a great breakdown scene. That's the most uncomfortable. If you, if you want to watch uncomfortable uh, TV shows, you like those, like The Office and stuff, where people mm. are kind of like in bad situations. Yeah. How they're gonna get out of this? Charles Grodin in the scene where he's telling Jeannie Berlin that he they they've just been married for like three days, uh-huh. um, that he wants to divorce her because mm-hmm. he's fallen in love with somebody else is so amazing so amazing you're just gonna cringe like you're as, as it's going on you get smaller and smaller in your own seat going oh <laughs> yeah. oh it was Sybil Shepherd. Sybil oh, Shepherd. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah 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 uh, i gotta see that r.i.p charles groden 
Yeah. She passed away last year. Mm. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> you didn't know that? I don't think I knew that. Yeah, he died. Are you gonna be uh, okay? Uh, man, halfway through last. We week. might have to take a break, folks. And... <laughs> man, <laughs> in, in uh, yeah, I actually don't think I knew that. Wow, it must just uh, we just didn't text each other about that. Walter one. Matthau also passed away. Yeah, about well, that was... uh, about twenty two years ago. Yeah. 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 Matt, yeah. Matthau died in two thousand. Did, right? did yeah. Matthau die before Lemon? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Matthau died, in, I believe, two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, Jack Lemon was not too far after that. Yeah. yeah. Like an old married couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how old would that have made Walter Matthau when he died? If he was, he was 80. Or yeah. no, I think 79. I think he died before his 80th birthday. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I just had this info pulled up. I didn't know. Yeah. It. But yeah. He was born in 1920. Yeah. And died in 2000. Yeah. So he didn't... You know, do you ever think about people who people who died before nine eleven? Like because that changed the culture, yeah, Yeah, like so much. Okay, but we weren't alive for Pearl Harbor. Yeah, 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 I suppose it's it's all relative. Yeah, Yeah. but there's people who were alive for both. Mm -hmm. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, and uh, COVID, (laughs) dude. (laughs) And Nixon. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a, if they were alive for Pearl Harbor, then they would have been alive for the Nixon. I was alive for Pearl Harbor, but not Nixon. But I was alive for 9 11, though. I, went, I got cryogenically Maybe frozen they were for a few deep, years. deep coma and don't yeah. consider that time as being That's alive. True. It's turning into a math problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Math House great yeah. in the first one. Uh, Tatum O'Neill's great. Jackie Earl Hadley's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's pretty good. Yeah, Vic Morrow. For the most part. R.I.P. Yeah, Vic Morrow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of actors that I really like in two. Oh, um, yeah. Lane Smith. Lane, Lane, Lane Smith. Smith. And I do are, like. Are we on to number two now? No, well, I guess we'll, 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 we'll get Quickly okay, wrap up okay. one. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, since we're still on one, let's just wrap up Mathau, I wanted to know if you guys had any thoughts on who our uh, if there if there's any actor that reminds oh, you of Walter Mathau. Absolutely. Like nowadays. Yeah. Like is there anybody that you think is today's Walter Mathau? Paul Giamatti. Mm, yeah. That's a great one. That is yeah. a great a, one. That's a great one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Mathau would be playing his roles and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you were still with us, Philip Seymour Hoffman also, yeah. I think, could have been yep. in that zone. Yeah. Because he's so funny in, like, Along Came Polly, which is such a nothing movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. like, he had the chops to be funny. Mm. And he just, he was so good at everything. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I mean, I always say this guy, Shea Wiggum's <laughs> my, my answer. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I love Shea Wiggum. He's so Maybe, good. Maybe, uh... Danny, um, Righteous Gentleman. Houston? Danny. Oh, McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I think if he if were... he could lose his southernness. You know, <laughs> his hillbilly yeah. southernness. I think yeah. if McBride was given the opportunity to do, like, slightly more serious stuff... Yeah. Then, yeah, that would make sense. It would be interesting to see him do it. Yeah. I would, oh, for sure. I would, I would, li- I would like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a big fan of the stuff he's doing for HBO in the yeah. last, like decade now has been really yeah. incredible Stanley. TV 
Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking maybe, like, uh, if he would do more, like, serious stuff, uh, maybe Patton Oswalt. Yeah, I could see He's that. got the look. I don't yeah. know if he's got the dramatic chops, but maybe. But he just doesn't do it that much. Yeah, I guess yeah, for big He's fan. like a non-gay Nathan Lane. <laughs> okay. I guess that would make a straight Nathan Lane with it. <laughs> I mean, just stature-wise, I mean, the kind of look, yeah. you know. He, yeah. He wouldn't pull off the math out stuff to me. Uh, yeah, because he's in what, like, uh, what's, what's... Well, he's just really prissy. Yeah. But, you know. What's that, uh, Jason Reitman movie he's in? Isn't he in a Jason Reitman movie? Uh, like, Charlize Theron? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Young Adult. Young Adult. He is, yeah. he's very good in that, actually. He has a, yeah. yeah, he's he has good. That's yeah. Great. Um, I think I've only really seen him in that. What's in, the big fan? Uh, big fan. Big the, fan. Yeah. The Giants one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I remember that movie's pretty good. Uh, it was yeah, it's not a, like crazy memorable, but I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, good. It's pretty good. But Young Adult, I it's my favorite uh, Jason Reitman movie. Yeah, Danny DeVito. What's that? Walter Matthau. S. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh yeah, he's another guy where especially in the eighties, I think he kind of mm-hmm. lived in the mm-hmm. end zone a lot, like with the like those Barry Levinson movies and stuff that he did. Bob Odenkirk. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. A really yeah. good one. Cause I think you need someone who can be kind of effortless effortlessly funny and also like Yeah sad. Yeah on the exactly. the, yeah. the drop of a hat, you know? Like Yeah. Like a a funny character actor who can do serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. And could also be a lead. I think Giamatti's a great choice. Yeah. I think that's still my favorite, but Odenkirk is also really good. Yeah. Because Giamatti, I feel like, really lives in that, like, sad sad yeah. and funny mm-hmm. zone. Like, like in American Sideways. Splendor. In American yeah. Splendor. Sideways, yeah. 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 Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Sad, sad orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's a movie i i always wanted i'm like should i check out planet of the apes again it's been years like uh, i know it's gonna be awful i, but yeah, I remember uh, it being terrible yeah well we yeah. thought it was terrible then yeah. <laughs> like i yeah. thought it was bad yeah. then yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not even like a movie like my dumb kid brain could convince so now me i'm it was on a good. planet and it's filled with apes and I was an astronaut <laughs> going after another ape. <laughs> oh, Mark Wahlberg. That's Mark my Mark Wahlberg, yes, from The Happening. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Your face moves an inch every six months. <laughs> You're not going to be perfect anymore, Jake. <laughs> oh, black water. <laughs> uh, I wasn't hiding your lemon drink. <laughs> Well, let's get back to Bad News Bears before we just keep doing uh, Wahlberg. We can just do that for the next hour. Uh, Yeah. So let's wrap up Bad News Bears 76. Uh, Let's hope people are still listening at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if people even click listen, I don't think anything we've done to this point would have been They're in for the ride and they need to pay off what goes to Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 so the yeah they have the final game which they they ultimately don't win, but uh, a lot happens in that final game. Can, can yeah. I can I pause for one second? Sure. 
I want to talk about the relationship between Tanner Boyle and Timmy Lupus in this first one. In the yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Because something weird goes on in the second one. So uh, the first they're one very close. We'll, we'll get yeah. we'll get okay. there. Yeah. So in the Somebody's f- been having sword fights. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, yeah. the first one, he hates lupus. He absolutely uh, hates lupus. Yeah. Lupus gets him beat up because he has to go intervene in a fight for, mm. for lupus. And he's calling him a booger picker. Booger. Yeah. But he, he sticks up for him. Booger eating. Yeah, because he's yeah. his teammate. And yeah. That's, you know, he's got to fight for the other bears. Mm-hmm. But they don't, he doesn't like him. He doesn't like him. Uh, true. But they do, uh, there is like a close up on his face where he's kind of quiet for a moment and he maybe realizes that he's been too mean to Lupus. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fresher in your mind than mine. I did watch okay. it uh, this afternoon. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 do I think... watched it in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they, like, go too far with some of the characterization changes, like, in the sequel. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The characters, like, all of a sudden just don't yeah, make sense when don't. you compare them no. to the first one. Yeah. yeah. Puberty. Uh, it's yeah. a magical time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that's the thing. They could have changed the characters yeah. if they made them act in a way that like made sense, made sense. Like, yeah, exactly. like Engelberg being like a different person yeah. altogether yeah. I mean like literally and figuratively is yeah but the, the changes are clearly because of like studio notes and yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. you know people just being like oh we need more of this yeah more. we need yeah these are the things that hit the first time yeah yeah uh yeah so then anyway, in the first one they they get to the they they win enough that they can play the Yankees Vic Moros yeah Brandon Cruz from Courtship of Eddie's Father mm-hmm. is the pitcher. Um, they're they're like the the bad guys, the, or the the guys nobody can beat. Yeah, the know? good and evil team. good and evil team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, which is like you know you know a baseball movie's good when they have the Yankees as the villain team. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. that like any movie that tries to make a different team the villain team. Like you're always like, like it's it's almost like too obvious to make it the Yankees, but it has to be the Yankees. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. are that team, like even still to this day in baseball, a great team that you hate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And ultimately, they they win in this movie. The Yankees, the Yankees win. win. Yeah. 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 And that, that's the kind of shit that happens in real life. Do they ever? Right. Do exactly. they really? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the stuff with Vic Morrow and his son, that... It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. Surprisingly, I hadn't seen it in a little while Yeah, it's a really disquieting moment, too, when he walks out the mound, smacks his son to the ground, Mm. and, uh, you know, he kind of realizes what he just did in front of everybody, but it's a really still moment Mm. there. Really still moment, and, you know, he... He makes his son pitch more, right? Doesn't he give him instruction on what to do? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of quiet moments. In yeah, it. and Brandon Cruz not obeying his father. You yeah. know what's going to happen to him. There's you know, so when he leaves, but he does it anyway. He just yeah. walks off the mound. Yeah. There's so much more depth in like those moments in the first one compared to what yeah. comes in the sequels. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can really tell that there's more going on than yeah. just the like... Well, it's a sports comedy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. 
Um, yeah. Do does anybody have any more final thoughts about the first one? Uh, the '70s were a great era for sports movies. Yeah, you got The Longest Yard, mm-hmm. you got this, you got Rocky, you got um, oh god, what's that? The one I'm thinking of now, Breaking Away, the bicycle one, uh, yeah. Slap Shot. Mm, never mm-hmm. seen Slapshot. Those are all great movies, great sports movies, all from the seventies. Yeah. So you nineties guys, go fuck yourselves. The seventies. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say a lot of those are considered to be like definitive sports genre movies for yeah. their respective sports. Still, right. To this day, like, there's no hockey movie I think that tops Slapshot. Like in in the sort of. Oh, like, I'm seeing a face on Andrew. Oh, I've never seen Slapshot. But you were thinking of what movie for hockey? Oh, well, D2, yeah. obviously. D2, okay. Yeah. Best hockey movie of all time. <laughs> yes, I mean, no I, I'm inclined to agree uh, in a way, but I haven't seen Slapshot, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks movie comes pretty close. But I would say for most discerning film viewers, not like kids who watch D2 like on repeat like we did uh Slapshot's probably the definitive hockey movie just like this I would say is probably like the definitive Little League movie mm-hmm. yeah are there any other 70s like sports comedies that you can you can think of that well all of those were I mean except for Rocky mm-hmm. I mean uh Breaking Away had was was very light hearted um, Slapshot is raunchy comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, same a, with Longest Yard. Yeah, Longest there was one I was trying to think of with uh, Alan Garfield that I'd like seen a uh, like a poster for that just kind of kind of looked like the Bad News Bears. Hmm. I don't remember. Oh, their... Skateboard is what it was called. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Alan Garfield, who uh, we all know from R.I.P. Yes, from the conversation and yeah, uh, Nashville, uh, Beverly Hills Cop Two. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, I don't know him from that, but you can. Uh, I know him from that. that. I guess. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I yeah. saw it. I just don't remember him. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop Two. I'm still gonna say pretty good time. Pretty yeah, it good is a time. good time. It's so. I like Axel Foley. I like that character yeah. a lot. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for the Tony Scott look, and it's got <laughs> the Tony Scott look. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the old Tony Scott look, not like the 2000s Tony Scott look. Yeah. Not R. the R. Uh, Tony Scott. Not the Domino Man on Fire. Yeah, the like over contrast. Yeah. Jump cut thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Unstoppable was that him? Yeah, that was Deja Vu. I think Unstoppable was his last movie. Yeah. Uh, Unstoppable. Well, that was proved wrong for him, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, boy. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Unstoppable, kind of good. Okay. I, I know that you guys probably think I'm nuts for saying that, yeah. but... No, that movie got good reviews. That movie has a 69 uh, Metacritic score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, Unstoppable is, like, pr- pretty decent. I remember not liking it, but I feel like I would have more of an open mind if I were to watch it now. Yeah. Hmm. 
Because I think I was really down on Tony Scott movies there in that time period. Yeah. Because I did not like Deja Vu. I did not like Man on Fire. I did not like... I hated Domino. Domino was awful. Um, and I think I was just very anti Tony Scott. But I would say I, I, I have more of a more of an open mind, especially for some of those like genre movies like uh, from that time period yeah. than I did then. Uh, I did see today that Unstoppable is going to be at the new Bev with Speed on the same day. That's a fun bill. That's a fun bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no Speed though. Oh no, definitely. that's kind of that's kind of like pushing it. I think to put it with Speed because <laughs> <laughs> it's like Speed it fucking rules and Unstoppable. I think at best you could say yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, bad news bears. Should yes. we do? Uh, should we do grades for bad news bears? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll go first. I will say. Uh, I'm gonna say a minus for bad news bears. I was going to say. Uh, just I was going to. I was going to say the exact same thing. A minus. Uh, just because I think it's a great Walter Matthau vehicle, mm-hmm. and it is just very much the prototype for like pretty much every you know it's very influential yeah that movie yeah uh i'll i'm gonna go a, a touch lower i'm gonna give it a b plus mm-hmm. um but yeah can why'd I... you hate it so much <laughs> uh well you know just uh, it uh didn't have enough slurs for oh my okay. taste, actually yeah i was hoping for a few more uh no um we should cut that I don't want that to be. <laughs> I wanted more slurs. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't have. It's all arbitrary, I guess. The difference between B plus and A minus is yeah. so minuscule. I, I just set it on B B plus. But yeah, I really liked it. I'd never seen it before watching it for this. Mm-hmm. What did uh, you, uh, not I, to dive back into the movie. What did you think of the air hockey scene? Where Tatum O'Neill challenges <laughs> Jackie Jack yeah. if, if whoever wins. Yeah. You know, he if if she wins, he's gotta join the Bears. And yeah. If he mm-hmm. wins. They gotta go to the Rolling Stones. Yeah, they go yeah. to the Rolling yeah. Stones. <laughs> Win yeah, go to the Rolling Stones, Amanda. Yeah. That's way better. Yeah. Um it is funny because that scene sets it up like it's again kinda like the ending. Like it subverts your expectations. Yeah. You're thinking she's gonna beat him. Mm-hmm. Because she's really right. good at at baseball, so she might be really good at air hockey yeah. too, and that's what's going to convince him to join the team or get him on the team. And then she loses <laughs> <to> like <laughs> the next scene. Buttermaker yeah. meets her outside, right? Yeah. It's like, what happened in there? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like, I lost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's really good. Okay, so B plus, B plus. All right, yeah. fair enough. Hmm. Any any uh, final thoughts on? I, I have some box office numbers. Oh, you do have numbers. Yeah, so we don't have, like, the actual weekend data or anything like that, like, Mm -hmm. where it, you know, like, placed, because a lot of that stuff wasn't really tracked back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess it's interesting because I have numbers for each of the next three, and you can kind of (laughs) see as the quality goes, so do the the viewers. Um, So, yeah, this movie made... Uh, it doesn't, there's no international numbers. I don't know if it ever got an international release or what, but, uh, it made $32.2 million. I wonder what that is now. That's 
That's a lot, I think. Yeah, now. That's, I think it's a, probably over a hundred million. I was going to say that, yeah, at least a hundred million. I think it's a shit ton, actually. Let's see. Uh, looks like one hundred fifty-nine million. Yeah. So, very solid mm-hmm. for a, a sports comedy with only one <laughs> one star in it at the yeah. time. Yeah. Although, I mean, I guess Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill would have been a hot name at the time mm-hmm. too, but. Still, I think really Vic Morrow's good. third build. Yeah, right. So yeah, I mean the rest of the cast, nobody's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was uh, mm. yeah. The kid that's Ogilvy. Are you eating something, Dennis? <laughs> no, no, no. The kid that's Ogilvy was in Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. That's oh, the, I, saw I saw that. I saw that. He's really good in that too. Oh, cool. Yeah, he he was he's good in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like his profile picture on IMDb is just him as a kid. He just mm-hmm. doesn't act anymore. No, hmm. I think that was it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend. Yeah. So then we might as well move on to the to another good movie. Another good movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but still not as not as bad as it could get. That's true. Well, let's start with the title. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fuck is that? I do have to go to the bathroom <laughs> before we. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> well, this is a good positive. I point. could have had more chips, is what you're saying. Just could have waited. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Snack away. So that was the Bad News Bears, yes. 1976. And now we're moving on to Bad News Bears, Breaking Training. In Breaking Training. In Breaking Training. I still don't Awful understand that title, title for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I think I saw the title, I was like, what does In Breaking Training mean? <laughs> it's Well, it is a it's... baseball term. It's when training stops, right? Uh, and they, they say it, and he, he says it to Eng, uh, Engelbert, when he's sitting there eating, and saying, what, are you breaking training? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I, like, I mean, I I played baseball, and I've been a baseball fan my entire life, and I've still never really heard that exact terminology. No. Yeah. And I know, I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to do, like, like the poster thing. It's like the Bad News Bears in, and then the movie's actually yeah. called Breaking, Breaking Training. Training. Right, right. But the way the movie okay. is yeah. called yeah. everywhere is all of that. Yeah. It's yeah. not just like... Bad News Bears in Breaking Training. Yeah, yeah. it's not like Nicolas Cage in Face Off. Yeah. Like, that's not the name <laughs> of that movie. So. Yeah. It's not? No. Oh. It's actually Nicolas Cage <laughs> and John Travolta in all Face Off. Our face off. Our face off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should be like Breaking Training, a Bad News Bears adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a very unwieldy title. Yeah. Yeah. So this came out uh, the the very next year, and I'm assuming it was. That's hard to believe. I'm assuming it was fast tracked because yeah. the first one was such a hit. Well, and also I think they wanted to. It's like the Harry Potter thing. It's like we got to crank these out now while these yeah. kids are not too old yeah. to be doing this. Uh, um, but they still do replace which, a couple of the kids. Yeah. yeah. 
as we mentioned, they replace Engelbert. Engelbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, all the rest of the cast is pretty much the same. Yeah. No, no Tatum O'Neill. She dropped out. Right. Which kind of makes right. sense because she yeah. was like well, the biggest star of mm-hmm. all of them. I didn't look this up, but I would imagine her and Mathau were probably uh, busy doing something else by the time this came around. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. To, I know she did Little Darlings a few years after that. Yeah, but I don't know what she did between Bad News Bears and the and this. Because in my mind, the and first one was know. such a big hit. They were like, "All right, well, let's do another one like yeah. right away." And then Mathau and her were busy doing something else. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just what I'm assuming. Mathau wouldn't... That it would be a totally different story if Mathau was involved. I mean, right. Right. There's no reason they would have had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing, plot. I, one thing I, I loved about the first movie that I didn't really bring up was I loved that it was like a, a Southern California movie. Yeah. Like Southern mm-hmm. California in the 70s. And it looks cool. And it, yeah. it feels very... The valley. The North, yeah. North yeah. Valley. Yeah. It's like, it's who does just, movies there? It's a specific... Female time and place and then like this one it's like we're going to houston I'm like, yeah oh, okay yeah. <laughs> and like but to me i had associated that look and feel with the first movie so then it's like you move them out of that and it's like oh well, that's already a little yeah. bit of appeal lost for me yeah yeah so i mean that's that's the basic plot is the the bears are going to houston to play an exhibition game with the texas champions because they won the the California champions, which they didn't, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they're representing California? Why the Yankees aren't going? Yeah, why? Well, why is that? I have it's no just idea. Because they kind of they kind of address it in the third one briefly <laughs> when they talk about why the Bears are going to Japan. Yeah, but we didn't win that one either. You know, they yeah. that. it's like so, okay, but why are you going? Yeah, there's like a line of dialogue at the beginning that explains why Buttermaker isn't in this movie because he died a sad lonely death of, of an alcoholic they found him oh he died no <laughs> no they, they didn't die. <laughs> that you see that would have been too realistic for yeah, this yeah. movie i think they just said something like well buttermaker's gone they do oh, mention yeah. it and then they yeah, got uh, but... the the tough coach coming and marching in uh-huh. yeah yeah Dol- what's uh, manning Dolph- manning coach manning, manning. yeah but Dolph sweet was the oh, was the name. actor's name Dolph Sweet? He, what a he name! Was like, I think he was cool on name. Cheers. Really? I think so. I think he died the first season. <laughs> there was some show. Wait, he died. There was he, his character died on the show, or he died in real life. He died or in real life. There, maybe it was Who's the Boss or something. I don't know. One of those one of those sitcoms in the eighties. He was on and died during the making of it. That's why I remember hmm. Dolph Sweet. Well, Dolph Sweet's a great name. It is a great name. Yeah. That that reminds me of the um, Mr. Belvedere. It's a side tangent, but you guys ever heard that this, this has no bearing on anything we're talking about? I think this episode's all about tangents. Yeah, so. you know Mr. Belvedere, of course, sure. with Bob Uecker. Um Well, there's like a Bob famous Uecker. Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. I know he's in it, but it's yeah. like, well, well okay, no. I don't know the guy who I don't know Mr. Belvedere, the actor's name. Bobby. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the one with Bob Uecker in it. <laughs> well, there you know where he says, "I must be in the front row." Yeah, That's, that was a Bob Uecker commercial, <laughs> by the way. If you don't, kids don't remember that. It was a running gag for Bob Uecker. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> baseball boners with Bob Uecker. Christopher, Christopher Hewitt was Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, 
Uh, okay. Well, there, there's an anecdote about Christopher Hewitt, Mr. <laughs> Belvedere, that one day they had to stop filming, shoot, they had to stop shooting the show because he sat on his own balls and crushed him. <laughs> and it turns out that that's not exactly true, that he did do that at some point, but not necessarily on the set of Mr. Belvedere. But it's like the funniest, like, story that you could possibly have and especially because it's mr belvedere yeah. oh my god that's amazing yeah he was he was roger debris and the producers the, okay, uh, okay. the original one yeah oh my god that's funny <laughs> so, yeah. mr well, Bel- i'm gonna use that excuse to get out of work tomorrow <laughs> i sat on my testicles <laughs> but crushed <laughs> Oh no, sorry Dennis. <laughs> just like Mr. Belvedere. Dennis <laughs> just like Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere with Bobby Euchre. Everyone's like everyone's like got the phone, they're holding the receiver down so no one can hear you. I'm like, Dennis pulled a Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a Belvedere with Bobby Euchre. Uh, Alright, where were we? Uh the oh, bears. okay. So the, 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 the bears. bears, the bears have a new coach coming in, yeah. and they're also they're minus a couple players from the first. Yeah. The first Amanda is one, and uh, Timmy uh, Lupus. Timmy L- Lupus. Is Lupus. The, uh, they, and suddenly they start calling him the Looper, which yeah, was not in the yeah. first one. Was, uh, and He's there a, is a reason for. Why that. did they write out? There is a reason. Lupus for, for the majority of the movie. Did he have a scheduling conflict? I have I no know. idea. I don't uh, know. Maybe because he was a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. He, he is awful. Uh, he's not great. If you're listening to this, Timmy Lupus, I'm sorry, but you sucked. Um, yeah, they just keep him in bed. Yeah, like he's he like broke sickly. his leg or something. Yeah, yeah he's like little tiny. Tail. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> I thought. Do they call this kid Lupus because he I has Lupus? Oh, <laughs> like what's happening here? Well, Okay, so they start calling the Looper yeah. because later on, uh, Tanner Boyle is watching uh, the movie with Ronald Reagan as the Gipper, mm, and they're, right. they're going to win the game for the Looper mm. instead of win the game for the Gipper. It fucking sucks. Yeah, that's bad. It. Okay, that's so, bad. That's like the screenwriter getting too clever. Yeah, like <laughs> you're like, oh, I got a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So the 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 bears are back. Jackie Earl Haley is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he plays an important role in this because he's he's now the star. I mean, he's the biggest name in the movie, except for yeah. the guy that plays his father a little bit later in the film. Right. Um, Good actor, that guy. Uh huh. I like that. Guy I as think an Jackie Earl Haley's great too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's pretty good in the first two. Yeah, okay. I don't know about the third. One. Well, the third one is bizarre. The no third one, one really. The third anything. one's beyond. Is, are we yeah. sure those are the same movie? Because he's never with the bears during that entire <laughs> uh, movie. Yeah, I guess actually he has the most to do in the third movie. Yeah. but it is wild yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll dedicate some time to the third okay. one. But, yeah. I just you know I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on breaking training because it's not good, but it's not. Horrible either. It's no, just it's, really mediocre. It's very and, formulaic. Yeah. Breaking Training to me felt like a like a TV movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks that, like one. Yeah, yeah like they, that would have come out right after the Bad News Bears, like it did. Yeah, like the um, TV series Bad News Bears. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go to Houston for unchaperoned. Some... They don't have a coach. Is uh, they get they get well, 
Dolph get, Sweet fired. Yeah. In that sentence, you just skip to, like, the 50-minute mark of the movie because the whole thing is just... The first, like, 50 minutes is just them on a road trip. Like, the Bears... Yeah. Take... Uh, and, and if I could... Yeah. This is why this movie is terrible compared to the first one. Yeah. There's too much bears in it. Well, yeah. Really. I mean, the, the, you, you get it's sick of these guys. The they're time. brats. You don't want to be yeah. around them. You know, they're annoying, um, yeah. which they aren't really in the first because you've got the balance of Mathal fighting against yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, this one, they're just running free and it's yeah. it's terrible it's, it's like they thought oh well the bears are what people like yeah no the first one. yeah like, absolutely no. right and i mean it's not what i liked about it, and no. then the third one it goes too far the other direction where it's, it's like there's <laughs> none of that where are the bears <laughs> yeah. wait what am i watching yeah. I'm watching where tony curtis the bears are. Yeah, yeah it's it's bad it's yeah bad. the third one is like what the fuck is this yeah. but, <laughs> there's so many there's so much stuff where i'm like and i, I don't highly recommend watching. you watch it though to see the what the fuckery in it yeah it's amazing so anyway uh breaking training the the first half of the movie is them convincing their parents that they can go on this trip yeah you know even though they don't really have a chaperone yeah um because they um the groundskeeper Right, who oh, is like the challenged, mentally man. challenged yeah. or yeah. something? They they just call him an idiot, right? But it's clear <laughs> they, that there's uh, more to that. They kind of instruct him to pose as the chaperone, yeah, as the coach, right? And all he can say is "Hi, how are you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. That's a funny, funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if they found someone like kind of like Mathow. And, like, paid him to pretend to be the coach or whatever. <laughs> like, I think there's a setup to the movie that's better. Where it's, like, they find some, like, kind of, like, down-and-out guy, burnout, and then do what, uh, like, Camp Nowhere did in the 90s. Yeah. Which is Christopher Lloyd. And they, like, pay this this kind of, like, scam artist guy to yeah. be their coach. And then he ends up, like, actually coaching them or whatever. Yeah. And it's like they like they like raise some money or whatever and give mm -hmm. it to the guy just so he'll take them to Houston. <laughs> I think there's a version of this movie that's not as shitty as it is. And it's Camp Nowhere. And it's Camp Nowhere. Yeah. Great you're, movie. You're Way probably... better than Bad News Bears and Breaking Training. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the the whole like first like half of the movie is them just on the road basically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just the bears being the bears, which is oh, not what was good about the first one. There's a new kid, too. Carmen oh, Ronzoni. Or Ronzoni, yeah. Right. Kelly Leak brings the new pitcher in, because Rudy Stein still doesn't know how to pitch, apparently. Yeah. Um, so they bring in... Uh, do you want to say his name, or shall we... <laughs> yeah, I think this is where we should say his name. Well, he is the cousin of actor Scott Bayo. It's mm -hmm. Oh, Jimmy Bayo. Okay. Who I think is a far superior actor it's than. Probably I mean, he's better. pretty decent in this movie. He's fine. I, I mean, mean, he's doing that New York thing. He's I, slick back hair, but like on the TV show Soap, he was great. Mm -hmm. Like when I first saw him, I thought he was uh, Mike TV from Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of that kid. Mm -hmm. um, I had to like look it up, and I, I, I guess. I mean, I did see the name Bayo, and I thought, hey, like Scott Bayo, but I didn't actually look yeah. to see if they were related yeah. or not. Yeah. He is his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh... uh you know, Scott Bayo, famously, 
much like Liam Neeson, supposedly has a very large penis. I don't want to know that about Scott Bale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind about Liam Neeson, but well, it like all an bottle. Uh, I, had this, to, I had to find a way to work it on in. this it's show. Like four it all episodes comes, in a row. <laughs> it all comes back to Liam Neeson's Cork. penis. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. Liam Neeson penis podcast, which yeah. I have never initiated once. The yeah, LNM. That's interesting. The LNPP. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did you happen to notice how big his dick was in The Marksman? Uh, he was putting the rifle. That's how he held it steady. That's why he was such a great shot. You just hold it. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his giant Irish cock. Can we say that on this podcast? Maybe. I'll think about it. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like an Evian bottle. The poster for the marksman, he's just got his hands behind his head. <laughs> You're fighting the gun right now? <laughs> uh, hey, Liam Neeson, is that a gun in your pocket? No. <laughs> Actually, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> Both what? I only said one thing. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, I'm out in the audience looking like a grape smuggler in my pants. <laughs> so the, the bad news, the bad news bears. They they get they steal a van, or no? Uh, Jimmy Bayo steals a van, yeah. right? Or Kelly? I don't remember who. One of the bears. And I, I think that's that's a uh, that's a, a Carmine move. To steal the van. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for the first hour of the movie, I feel like I feel like we're adult free. Like it's just the bears. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause them getting into a motel room. How are they going to do yeah. that? How are they going to rent? This? They send Ogilvy in because he's yeah. like the nerdy, yeah, convincing one. And then and then there's just... a great burn victim joke in there. Yeah. <laughs> that that's so weird. I I miss that, but that uh, you that miss that makes oh, sense. I, I, Ogilvy goes up to the 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 guy at the register, and mm-hmm. the guy's wondering why his parents are not why they're sitting in the van. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh, they haven't been the same since the the house burned down or something." Mm-hmm. Sure. Ugh. God. This is the great fire. They're, they're embarrassed like to come out in public. Since ah, the, yeah, because yeah. like it, they're just like shrouded by a shadow. Yeah, and, and it's just like Kelly Leak or whatever. Just waves going, his like, hand out the window. He's going like, "Yeah, get that room or something like that." <laughs> That's right, son. Go yeah. get that room. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the guy buys it or whatever. Yeah. Don't. Burn victim humor. Yeah, like uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Hilarious. Well, Fire Marshal Bill is funnier than this, but yeah, <laughs> probably still not really funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the first chunk of the movie is just them driving to Houston until they hit. They uh, get a hotel room in Houston. In Houston, and it's like a flop house, right? That's oh, right. that's such a weird scene. Yeah, when when they're like being interrogated by Lane Smith. Yeah, of. Of uh, Mighty Ducks. Uh, comes back to Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks again. Mighty Ducks 1. I, I always think, yeah, I know he's the coach of the Hawks in Mighty Ducks, but I always think of Lane Smith from uh, Son-in-Law. Oh, yeah. With Pauly Shore. The dad. Which I have like a, an unabashed soft spot for that okay. movie. Well, it's Pauly Shore's masterpiece. It's his only good movie. Encino Man? It's no, his only it's, it's, it's all about son-in-law. It is. It okay. is truly the best. Like I, I, I've Encino seen Man's definitely got some like 
kind of like cultural it's relevance. Probably the most quality film of yeah. this lot, but <clears throat> I think good. I mean not that this is going to be high on your list of things to watch because we're never ever truly out of movies to watch. There's always some like good thing that you got to check out. Um, but I, so I don't know where Son-in-Law would factor in on that. But I do say check it out sometime. Yeah. Son-in-law is pretty good for what it is. For what it is, it's good. Yeah, for you, a Pauly Shore movie, you got to yeah. have the right expectations, which is yeah. for a Pauly Shore movie, like no expectations. Yeah. Okay. Lower them, but yeah. Oh, they're low. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah the the bears get in trouble for not having a chaperone. So at the hotel, while while Wayne Smith is interrogating uh, the bears, uh, yeah. Kelly Leak sneaks out. And goes to find a coach, a chaperone. Right, yeah. And it just happens to be his dad who lives yeah, there and lives used in, them, in Houston. oddly enough. And they probably haven't spoken in 12 years, right. the way they act mm-hmm. toward each other. But yet, he recognizes, oh, there's a Mike Leak. Mike Leak. Mm-hmm. How does he know where to go? That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> there's like, no what? internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows where he works, even though they yeah. haven't been in contact. Right, knows yeah. the address, can find the place, no problem. And knows... The exact moment he gets off work, too. And Mike <laughs> yeah. Leake is played by the great... William Devane. William Devane. Mr. William Devane, yeah. Yes. Believe it or not, here's a little anecdote. Uh-huh. First celebrity I ever met. Really? really? William Devane, yeah. Nice guy? He was a nice guy, yeah. His, our, I was on vacation Disney World with my family. Mm. Like, right for this. No, it was probably it was probably a couple years before. It was probably 75. And they were staying at the same hotel, so his kids and I all played together. And uh, they had us over to their table for dinner, and it oh, was nice. cool. It was really nice. 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 Really nice. I mean, I didn't know who he was. Right. At yeah. The time. Uh, I, I saying he was an actor, and yeah, I'm like wow. I like William Devane. I think yeah. that he's not very good in this movie. I think he's fine in this Rolling movie. Thunder. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, where is this in relation to Rolling Thunder? Rolling Thunder was later, right? Yeah, this like was later. Like a year or so later. I think the next one after this, he worked with Hitchcock on Family, Family Plot. Family Plot? Yeah. Which I've never seen. It's interesting. That was Hitchcock's It's almost like, it's also a kind of TV movie-like. But it's it's fun. Bruce Stern's it's great. It's got like yeah. following. Yeah. That was Hitchcock's last movie? Yeah. Uh, and Roland... I thought Hitchcock's last movie was Porky's 2. <laughs> I was always under the impression that it was Because of the shower scene? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Rolling Thunder was 77. So, so that would have been was. the same year as... Yeah, interesting. In hmm. Breaking yeah. Training. I think he's like totally fine in this movie. I think that character's written in a really stupid way. Yeah. And that way is that he agrees to become the coach and all of a sudden he knows a lot about baseball <laughs> and he's just like coaching them and yeah. he's fully on board with yeah. coaching and them. And he's a good coach. Yeah. He's, he's an like, inspirational he's coach. He's a better and... coach than Buttermaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Better. Yeah. yeah. There should have been at least one line of dialogue that explains that he knows something about baseball. There's yeah. nothing. He's just all of a sudden he like, just... you got to step into your throw and he's like, <laughs> maybe you're, you're supposed to assume that's why Kelly is so good. Is right. you know, Mike was his dad and taught him everything yeah. he knew. They don't say that. That yeah. makes and there's never sense, a moment where he says, "I taught you everything you know." Or you taught me everything that I know. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, right. nothing. Yeah, just this weird animosity like, towards each other. Yeah, if maybe there was like a, a s- s- tiny little bit of dialogue, one throwaway yeah. line where he said, "Like 
like, oh, I inherited this or something yeah. like that. Yeah, this 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 stuff, the father son stuff, and the stuff with lupus are such sentimental dreck. It's just ridiculous that yeah. these are in the movies. You know the yeah. Which I'll, I'll go back to this. You know, something happened between the bad news bears and breaking training <laughs> yeah. between lupus and Tanner Boyle because mm-hmm. they're in love. They are. <laughs> they are in love. They have a chemistry that's yeah. undeniable. Yeah. He, <laughs> Tanner gets all doughy eyed and his eyes water every time he thinks about him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> I only yeah. use Looper. We're here. It's Tanner's first crush. Yeah. yeah it's maybe that's odd. why he's so insecure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It might be. Which, Which I mean, that's, that's, it's been known to happen that that's, people go the opposite way. Yeah. Worried about that. That's a that's a level of uh, thought that I don't think went into this movie, but it yeah. it, it is an interesting read on it. Um, well, you know it, the famous story that Gory Vidal told uh, Stephen. Uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, ben Hur was Charlton Heston. Uh, the other guy. They they were childhood friends. Stephen. Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter, but uh, Judah Ben Hur and his they they grew up together, and Gore Vidal told this one actor. So you Stephen guys, Boyd. Stephen Boyd, yeah, you guys were lovers when you were kids, teenagers, and now you haven't seen each other in in ten years. Mm-hmm. So when you see Ben Hur, you're going to be really really happy to see him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They didn't tell that to Chuck Heston because Chuck Heston would have wigged out. <laughs> right, apparently. yeah. It's so like, it's really funny to watch that scene, <laughs> but there's something going on with Stephen Boyd yeah. where they grab each other's arms to shake and they're like pulling each other close and Stephen Boyd has this look on his face yeah. that Charlton Heston has nothing. He's yeah. got nothing going on. So maybe they did that with the looper and, the, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Tanner maybe. Boyle. Tan- they told Tanner, Tanner is you're, in, on lo- it. you're yeah. in love with yeah. Maybe. It's an interesting, yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting idea. They they do have a a, a lot of fondness for yeah. each other in this yeah. movie, which is out of character. Yes, for <laughs> totally out of character. Like, like I think you can have a little bit of that, and you can view it as like, well, he actually, despite his gruff appearance, he actually does like and care about his teammates. Yeah. And you do get a little of that, like when he like defends Carmine or Carmen later in the movie, like, mm-hmm. when the other team was, like, gonna, like, beat him up or something. Um, and, like, that's, I think, the correct way to show, <laughs> right. like, that Tanner actually has a little bit of heart. But, but yeah, all of a sudden making him super sentimental and seemingly in love <laughs> yeah, with... Cr- crying while he's watching that yeah, Ronald that's... Reagan movie. Seems... Who cries in Ronald Reagan movies? <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud. Because Tanner is bizarre. The character is strange. Yeah, it is. The, the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they wind up playing this <clears throat> super studly Houston team in the yeah. Astro in the Astrodome. In the dome, yeah. Interesting. That to was see. cool to see. Yeah. yeah I like the Because not a whole so. lot of movies get shot in the Astrodome, right? No. Well Astrodome's gone. Gone now. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's imploded. Uh Night Game was shot in the Astrodome. Really? With Roy Scheider. Oh really? Which I that just is, talked about. Just talked <laughs> about <laughs> the Jean Claude Van Damme hockey movie was shot in the Astrodome. Oh, really? Uh, really? No, it was in Pittsburgh. I think. Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, because that movie, the whole movie was like a Pittsburgh movie. Yeah. yeah. That makes um, me a oh, bummer. We were just talking about Sudden Death yesterday, because we watched, uh, what was it, Extreme... 
Prejudice. Extreme Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Powers, Powers Booth, Booth is in it. Yeah, he's he's the villain in Sudden Death. He's always great. Powers Booth fucking rules. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's actually pretty good in Sudden Death, even though that movie's, like, stupid. Well, that was what I was saying yesterday when we were watching this. Is Powers Booth has one character yeah. that he does in everything, yeah. but it always rules. Because yeah. the movie is always improved for it. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Or TV show, because he, he's great on Deadwood, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and in Frailty. Yeah. Another 2002 movie. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Fenton, and as Jim Jones. Balls. <laughs> What's that? As Jim Jones. He played Jim Jones? And Guyana. The Guyana tragedy. Oh, wow. Huh. Him and Ned Beatty. I want to see that. I think he won an Emmy for it. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to the Jim Jones, like, tapes. Frightening. Hmm. It is disturbing. Yeah. It is more disturbing than anything, like, anything, like, with, like, graphic detail. Yeah. But it's just the way he's, like slurring his words and stuff and yeah. it, and what he's it's wild yeah, yeah. well that tangent got away from <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry we're talking about Guyana massacre <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've had some good ones some good tangents <laughs> yeah good yeah. tangents uh you guys ever see the sacrament yeah the found yeah. footage movie yeah. that's it's basically right. the, the Jonestown massacre yeah. that's yeah. a that's one of the better found footage movies. I, I agree there. It's 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 fine. It's a fine film. I I have the Blu-ray. You can borrow it. Okay. Yeah. I I'd be interested. I, I won't give it back. <laughs> uh, should we talk more about letting each other borrow stuff? Yeah, that's the best <laughs> subject. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do it once per once oh, per. I just got page. the original gone in sixty seconds. Do you guys want to borrow it? Mm, uh, yeah. Fuck you. You're not getting it. <laughs> I still have one of your movies. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember which one, so you might keep it. <laughs> well, I'll just give it to you, and you'll be like, "Wow, thanks. And just... Happy birthday to me." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the end of the movie is the the game at the dome. Which okay, so the they um. Oh no! Now I'm confusing the, the third one. With in there. the third okay. one. Yeah. Okay. So they play the game. Yeah. And it's like called after two innings. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. It th- gets called because I think the Astros game was gonna the Astros start. Games, yeah, it's a pregame oh, right. thing. So the Astros are about they're coming out of the Because the, the Bears were losing. Right. Yeah, the Bears are losing. It's like yeah. three to one or something right. and they're losing. Yeah. Um but they're they were just starting to get their momentum back. Yeah. And uh the umps go, or the the stadium owners come or something and say, Hey you gotta clear the field, game's over. Game's right. over, go home. And everybody is upset and start to leave the field except for Tanner. Tanner. Uh-huh. And Tanner is out there screaming, where are you guys going? The game's mm-hmm. not over. Why is yeah. it going on? Come back. And when the umps try to get him off the field, it, it's a little comedy there. It's a, it's a bit, for it's sure. It's a bit, Jason. Because yeah. he's so tiny. He's so <laughs> tiny. And it's filmed from far away. Yeah. So it's like this giant field in the yeah. Astrodome. He's trying to avoid these two umps. I wanted uh, to add in, like, 
sound effects for the ump voices, like Ooh. a like a rasa <laughs> like from Mike 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 Joe Pesci, yeah, like, yeah, like, like trying to catch it, puffing and puffing, yeah. So the crowd gets all into that and watching yeah. watching Tanner run around and they're cheering and laughing, uh-huh. and then somebody starts a let the kids play, yeah, let chant, them play, let them play, let yeah. them play, and. Pretty is soon it the whole stadium is doing uh, it. Oh, it's Jackie or Holly and William Devane that started, right? Yeah, it's William Devane for sure. And then Lane Smith joins Lane him. Smith joins yeah. yeah, It's so weird how excited Lane Smith was to go to that game. Yeah. William Devane offers him the tickets during the like interrogation scene. And he's yeah. like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like at the game, like having the time of his life. I get to watch little boys play baseball. Yeah. Like, I don't All know. Right. I don't know if you've oh. ever been to a little league game. It's but not unless, fun. unless you know a kid there, yeah. there is yeah. no, no excitement to be had at yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, still probably not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait for your own kid to get up. Yeah. Go back All to right. yeah, looking at your phone. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Because uh, if it wasn't made clear, Lane Smith was the cop who was called in to the hotel because yeah. the kids were unchaperoned. <laughs> Surprisingly that's, cool. That's cop. William, William Devane's bribe. Yeah. yeah, here's a couple tickets to see <laughs> the little league game. game. Oh, yeah. in um, Texas in the seventies, you're gonna have to do better than that. William <laughs> maybe, maybe it's appealing because it's at the Astrodome. Yeah, because he's gonna get I, good seats for yeah, the Astrodome. I guess game. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's a cop, so he should get shit like that. I'm all sure, the time. Yeah, yeah, that still wouldn't probably register for him. Uh, Lane Smith is also in Night Game, which oh. was filmed at the Astrodome. Lane hmm. Smith, I think, is a native Texan. He's definitely. I mean, no, he voice. sounds Texan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this might have been his debut, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lane Smith. Uh, yeah. Cool actor. Wouldn't yeah. it be funny if he was like Dennis Franz and just like the. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the consultant on the film. And they go, hey, you're the cop now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dennis Farina. Yeah, Farina, yeah, Farina, yeah, Farina. Farina. Sorry, Farina. Well, yeah. both Chicago guys. Yeah. Was, was both Franz... Dennis F. Yeah, yes. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, Farina. 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 Franz, Franz, is, Franz still is still with us as of this yes. time. Yeah. <laughs> if he dies in the next like four days before this episode comes out, that's going to be While we're editing weird. it, we'll yeah. cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Lane Smith, I first saw in Mighty Ducks 1 as the mm, coach the of coach, the, yeah. the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, He's good. Yeah, I would that would have been the first one. Uh, mm. But I think I noticed and remember him more from Son-in-Law. Uh, mostly because I watched D2 way more than I watched the first yeah. Mighty Ducks. Mm. And he's not in D2. And I think he was also in The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy, which is a movie I saw a lot on the WB in the mm-hmm. 90s. Well, Lane Smith was in... <clears throat> excuse me. Lane Smith was in Network in 76. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it's a big part no, or anything. I don't, I don't but remember him at all. I also don't remember him at all. Yeah. Was he it, Patty Hearst? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was him. Uh, yeah, the, no, he's oh. pretty far down the... Down the Small list. part. I don't know. I don't know. His, his character name is Robert McDonough. Oh, I remember him. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I know what he would probably was. 
I haven't yeah. seen that work in a while. So what happens to the Bears in the end of this movie? They win. Oh, they, yeah, they do win. win. They beat the Studley gang, uh, yeah. Studley gang of uh, blonde Texans. This is the players. one movie where they do win yes. of the three. Well, well yeah. They kind of win the third one. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, this is where they... Third one, impossible to say really what happens yeah. in that yeah. movie. So anyway... Uh, William Devane and Jack Harrell Hale are going to be okay. They're going to be father and son now. Yeah, Is so they... Uh, yeah, it's a little touch and go with their relationship because they had uh, a screaming match, right? In the... In the practice. During practice. And then, like, William Devane... I thought you meant in real life. Because oh, they did. yeah, yeah. I did they read that. In real life. They got oh, really? separated at, at I like, did a read premiere. That. Yeah. Oh, they I were, didn't know they, that. Like, <laughs> William Devane, like, fighting a child? Yeah, a 16-year-old kid. Well, there's 16-year-olds yeah, I've wanted to punch yeah, in my life, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm sure, sure. Jack Urolio was a little yeah. asshole back then. Yeah. And he looks you know. he looks like he's, like... Yeah, all he has to do is say the wrong 29. thing. Yeah, yeah. smoking and... You know, but apparently they, they yeah, got in each other's faces and had to be separated. Huh, yeah. I wonder, has anyone ever said what it's about? No. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. so both... On and off screen. They yeah, they had tension. a little tension. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that scene in the practice, like where William Devane's like continuing practice while Jackie Earl Haley's like running away. Yeah. And then and then he like smacks that ball really hard at the end. <laughs> He's like hitting grounders or whatever to the team and then he just like takes out his aggression. <laughs> like that's kind of a good little it's, actor moment. Yeah. yeah. It's something it's real better in than a movie. The, the movie deserves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So then there's the big game at the end, which they win, and the credits roll. Yeah. I don't can't remember if anything else happens. And uh, there's there's a soul version of uh, the the theme. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's that theme. theme song? That's from Carmen. Uh, what's it called though? It's from oh, no. Carmen. I'm sorry. No, no, not that. The uh, <laughs> the like the the pop song that oh, plays throughout the movie. Yeah. Not the classical piece. But it's to that tune. Oh, it's okay. A, it's a pop tune based on that piece from Carmen. Oh, okay. That they play through. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Uh, Speaking of Carmen, he's the hero. He is the hero. Of the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. he hits the, like, uh, little, little League home run. Then, little, yeah. Because okay. he... Uh, he he scores a home run on an inside the park home, yeah. which is Carmen. It, it, yeah, it's weird that they would give him the the hero the, moment, the big right? moment because he's not yeah. everybody's favorite. I think they were really trying to make him happen. He's like fourth build in the movie too. Yeah. Uh, what did you say he was in right before this? I don't know anything before this. I know oh. he was on the TV show oh, soap. soap. Yeah, afterwards. After that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It felt like they were trying to like establish him. <laughs> And Maybe then he didn't. Scott Bale was so hot at the right, time. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. it's everybody's favorite. It's Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's not in the third one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's the Italian kid that they bring in because he is a. They say a he's good a, pitcher. a great pitcher, even yeah. though he's not. Yeah. You know, he was lying, and he actually actually turns out to be a good pitcher. You know, as yeah. soon as Willem Devane steps in. He just in. needs coaching. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. luckily, Willem Devane's an awesome coach. <laughs> really awesome reason. <laughs> Even though Willem, William Devane's a mechanic? No, he's not a mechanic. He's, he's like a, a shop worker or something. Yeah. Like parts. Just, factory. Just, shop factory. Just some sort of laborer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I don't... Do you think he wore the army jacket straight into doing Rolling Thunder? Did he wear some of this? <laughs> Probably. He never, it is never like took this... it off. It does look like the same wardrobe. <laughs> hey everybody, Dan here. Uh, just a quick note. Uh, I don't know why, but we lost about um, a minute to a minute and a half of audio, roughly. Um, so if this seems abrupt, uh, that's why. Okay, uh, back to like a minute later. It's, it's f- formulaic. Um, and bad, but when you compare it to the movie that we're about to talk about, <laughs> it, even though it's bad, it feels like a bad, bad news bears sequel. Whereas yeah. I have no idea what the third one feels like. Yeah, it either. feels like some other thing entirely. Like you talk about diminishing returns yeah. I mean, yeah. from one movie to the next. The third one is just such a huge drop. Yeah. yeah. Huge drop. Like, boy. I think Jackie Earl Haley says it's the worst thing he's ever done. Uh, I sense. tend to agree. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't uh, checked his whole filmography, but I'm sure it's, it's got to be. It, yeah. I mean, I gave it a half a star on Letterboxd, <laughs> but again, we got to get to that first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't well, know. kind of great for uh, breaking training. Yeah, I'm that's what. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna give my grade. Um, I'm gonna go with a D. Yeah. I was thinking D as well. I think it's like. Sort of watchable for what it is, but it's still bad. Yeah, I don't know. If you were to tell me it was a TV movie, yeah. I'd be like, oh, all right. It- Any movie that has a fat kid on a toilet eating a bucket of <laughs> chicken <laughs> deserves a D. Yeah, right? I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, we like, didn't really that's get the into big memorable movie. joke in the yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> shut the damn door. It's like oh, God. Engelberg, man, that character, uh, poor guy. Uh, so we talked about the original Engelbert. Does anybody know anything about the second Engelbert? He's terrible. <laughs> well, do you know anything about the actor? I don't know. Uh, no. Maybe he's better in other stuff. Maybe. I don't think he's in other stuff. Jeffrey Lewis Starr is his name. Mm. And he's in exactly two movies. This and Bad News Bears Go to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Japan. <laughs> I keep calling it Tokyo. Uh, I also want to keep calling it Go to Tokyo. Yeah. I think that's a better title. Well, it has the O's. Yeah. Go. Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo is the big city. Bad News know. Bears. Like, Go to... Yeah. It is. Tokyo would have been better. Um, yeah, no, he's he's married now. Okay. Hmm. Got two kids. Oh, I hope but he's he, happy. But he doesn't, he doesn't act. I mean, he's not a good actor. Yeah. It's not his fault. He was just a no, little kid. No, no, no. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a little kid who was just had the sin of being a fat kid so they had to like write a bunch of terrible jokes that revolved yeah. around him being fat like <laughs> i mean that happens very frequently yeah uh yeah he's he's awful in this movie and I, again i don't understand why he's like like a slack jawed like Hi y'all, I'm I'm Engelberg yeah. now. Like he's not that in the first movie at all. Maybe he had a stroke. So maybe Engelbert. Uh, Engelbert. I'm Engelberg now. <laughs> like what? <laughs> What's that? Little sling blade action going on. Uh, what are you thinking about Engelberg? Think about the mashed potatoes, French fried potatoes. <laughs> Shut the damn door. <laughs> hey, speaking of Billy Bob, he was in the remake. Oh, yeah. He was. Did, That's right. I guess before, uh, 
Uh, finish our grade. All right. Sorry. I don't uh, want to get too I think we changes. did all say our grades, right? It's oh, D, so D yeah. D's all around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Bad News Bears and Breaking Training gets D's from everyone. Yeah. Uh, the box office, again, I don't have like weekends or anything. I'm not going to have that for any of these. But 19 million. So still hmm. a little bit of yeah, money. Pretty good. But a yeah. drop. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll see for the third yeah. one that it goes even further. Yeah. So people were. Must have been kind of excited for it. I was. Yeah. I'm I feel excited like, to see it. Did I you like, see it in theaters? I did. I did. I feel like it had to have had a lot of like buzz leading up to it. Yeah. Like a lot of people went and saw it once, but it maybe didn't get as many repeat viewings right. the way the first movie did. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I remember not liking it. To yeah. Anyone, you know, yeah. Yeah. Once again, I'm that age. Right. I feel like the first one might have still been in theaters when the second one came out. Maybe that's just my Maybe. view of what things were like back then. The best thing about Breaking Training, from my memory, is the poster. The original poster. Mm. of it was It's a Mad Magazine type drawing yeah. cover. Yeah. And it's the, the van flying. Like the van is like flying off the road. Uh-huh. And their arms are hanging out the windows. And stuff is falling out the windows. And well, that's the one. Yeah. And <laughs> it's I think a good poster. The, yeah. the band Super Chunk used it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Use the for same an image cover? for an album cover, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. cool. Like, look at yeah. Kelly Leak driving the bus. <laughs> yeah. And you got what does it say there. on the side? Houston or bust or something? Houston Astrodome or bust. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's a fun poster, but the movie is not fun. The artwork for all of the movies, I think, is yeah. like kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Was it all done by the same guy, who I believe was yeah. the Mad Magazine I guy? I so, yeah, Bad, yeah, the first Bad News Bears definitely yeah. was. Uh, I thought that was just in the style of, but it could have been the same. I believe I did read that it was the Mad Magazine mm. well, artist. The third movie also has blank or bust, and it says Tokyo or bust oh. on a trunk right there. And is it is it Kelly Leak trying to kiss a girl or something? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because the Japanese girl. <laughs> like bowing yeah. and oh, kissing. Yeah. God damn! I hate bowing jokes. Sucks. I hate bowing jokes so much. <laughs> bowing yeah. jokes. Yeah, when people in Japan <laughs> like, when they meet like Japanese, Japanese people, <laughs> they do the bow and then they come yeah. back and forth, and it becomes a big joke of who's going to stop bowing. Yeah, down. it's like okay, it's not uh, funny. Yeah. yeah, like every like fish out of water westerner goes to Japan movie has one. Yeah, basically too. Uh, so yeah, that brings us to 1978's Bad News Bears Go to Japan. This movie fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's so yeah, it's definitely bad. the worst of the three. It, it may be one of the worst movies of all time. Uh, it's the worst, really? according to me, the worst movie of the 70s. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I've seen anything worse than this from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, this movie's a fucking baffling experience. Watching it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, when when Tony Curtis was, like, at that board-breaking contest, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? If, if you yeah. were, like, tuning in and out, then you would have no you'd idea. come back in and you'd be like, what, what the movie is this that I'm watching What the fuck is now? going on? Weren't we watching Bad News Bears movie? Uh, Why are they 
at a sumo rat match. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the, the, like, singing. The, the karaoke show. The, <laughs> yeah, oh Like a TV God. show. Like, what the hell is going on in this thing? Because the, the second one was, like, it was way too much bears. Yes. And this is, like, no bears. And then, well, like, it's, but like, But I'm also thankful there were no bears because I hated them in this. I yeah. hated them so much. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, the little Marx brother-looking one, who is yeah. a Marx grandchild, Gunner's uh-huh. grandson. Yeah. He's now this uber Christian, and he's like talking about Jesus all the time. Yeah, Jesus stuff on. Where did this come from? And the kid that's the Ogilvy replacement, Mm -hmm. obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, and there's a new little bear. Yeah, because Abdul's no longer cute. They bring in Tony Curtis and that kid have a weird relationship (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) That is some strange stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this, I don't know what this feels like. It's like. They need. They were like, all right, well, let's make a third one where they go to to Tokyo, but then they were like, well, how do they get there? And who's the coach? And what happens? And they like found it, a script for some other like shitty seventies yeah. comedy <laughs> where Tony Curtis is a uh, like a I'm down sorry, who Tony who, Curtis. Who's Tony Curtis at this time? I mean. Uh, his career oh, was right. over, and he's yeah. like the big name that yeah. they have in yeah. this thing. He's Tony Curtis. He's Jamie, really? he's Jamie Lee's father. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he is, and I know he was a big star <laughs> yeah. and a decent actor. But it's like this is the big star right. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. in the, at this point in time, he was like, yeah, clearly on the down yeah. swing of his career. Yeah, he should just been doing small supporting roles during the seventies and. Yeah, it would have been fine. Aged gracefully into like character performances yeah. and stuff. This was just bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's a in Dutch uh, gambler. Uh, yeah, he's promoter. Got, he's a, prom, a down on his luck promoter. Yeah. With gambling debt, con man type yeah. guy. Yeah. And he hears about the bears going to Tokyo. And why are they going to Tokyo? Uh, because they won the tournament from the previous movie. It makes no sense. No, no. Like, I mean, like, that's doesn't make sense, but I because think... Because at this time, Little League World Series was a thing, yeah. I believe, already. Yeah. Like, it was established, like, that the best Little League teams compete, but the Bears are, like, not even a good Little League no. team. <laughs> like, they won just enough games in the first movie to yeah. play the Yankees, and then they lost. Right. And, like, I don't know why they're, like ambassadors for the support (laughs) in this movie i mean especially like second movie too why why are they going to houston but like especially this one why are they international ambassadors for the united (laughs) states of little league baseball like makes no sense and they don't even really attempt to like explain it they're just like yeah they're going it's like okay all right yeah uh, yeah, everything about this movie is a big question mark. Like, why did anything in this movie happen? <laughs> uh, the movie, the movie, like, I, I don't even know if you could call it because it's still bad. Yeah. But, like, the most fun I had is at the end of the movie when it's like Tony Curtis and the Japanese manager, like, drunk, yeah. gallivanting around. Yeah. And it's not fun, it's not good, but it's like, well, at least there's something there that is also yeah. still a little related to the bears. Yeah. But when it's just like Tony Curtis going on this like tour of 
isn't Japan weird or yeah. whatever, which is basically what they're doing. Like, I I yeah. I was so bored and right. annoyed by it. Yeah. I, I there there was two moments that I missed that I don't know whether it just happened early quarter or they didn't explain it, which is probably the case because they don't tell you anything in this movie. Why did Tony Curtis have to put on the wrestling outfit to <laughs> Yes, you have to put on a wrestling outfit to wrestle a karate champion to an empty audience. <laughs> I don't to an know. empty audience. they had a, they had a guy that was going to do it. But he didn't. It was Tony Curtis in there right. for some reason. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the bears like join in the fracas and they're all in this wrestling arena. I, what the I, hell uh, is going on? My eyes glazed fighting, over during the uh, the middle section of yeah. this movie. Yeah. The, when, when he's like got that, that like fat old guy that he's like yeah. putting the wrestling mask on. I, I like dissociated for a second. I was like Wait, what the fuck is this? Why yeah. is this happening? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I swear I've been it had watching. To do, it had to do with getting publicity. Right. Because okay. the Bears yeah. couldn't, couldn't afford it or something. Uh, no, no, he was trying to make money himself. Right. Yeah. He was trying to make money himself on this game. So he... You know, getting uh, people in attendance. He tried to kind of get the, the, the Japanese coach in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the Japanese. Okay, so this was kind of nice, and this is yeah. this is true. The Japanese team tried their best to be friends with the Bears, mm-hmm. and the Bears were almost there, mm-hmm. almost there. But then uh, the weirdness happened at the the baseball game. Yeah, and that's the other moment. I kind of like, where did this come from? What's happening here? Right. Because all of a sudden, I noticed there's a tall, good pitcher on the Bears. Yeah, okay, like, that weird who, kid that comes out of nowhere. Who is that? That's <laughs> yeah. not anybody I've ever seen in any movies. And then there's a bunch of new bears that are good players. So yeah. Tony Curtis got ringers in there, apparently. Well, he there were those two guys, right, that uh, had him... Like the shady mafia type? Yeah. One of those actors who was also in the first one, correct, but playing a different mm-hmm. character? <laughs> I'll have to like look that up, but yeah, the... Yeah, the the shady guys who, have him, and they put, also have that weird apocalypse now guy, uh, in that meets up with Tony Curtis. You know who I'm talking about? He's got the big eyes. He's the uh, ex- extreme prejudice line and oh, terminate yeah. with extreme prejudice yeah, yeah, and apocalypse yeah. now. He's in this, <laughs> and I don't know. Is he a bookie? What what's his? Oh no, he's a TV producer. He's yeah. a TV producer, but the other guy, like the guy with the glasses, he's a bookie. Okay, so it's the who, bookies that get the ringers in. Who get the ringers. Okay. Who, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, and then the ringers, like, want to be really aggressive and they with the be, Japanese And they being the Japanese team, so yeah. a fight breaks out. Right. Yeah. And for some reason, the Bears are fighting the Japanese team. Yeah, they just no, go along even, with it. These guys aren't even part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to beat up their friends <laughs> that they've just made. It makes no sense. It's like, why have any of this happen in this uh. movie? <laughs> It is one of the most baffling scripts for a movie I think I've ever yeah. seen. In my and Michael life. Ritchie produced it, the director of the first movie. Yeah. He allowed this to happen. <laughs> Which is funny because the first movie is the only one with any kind of message or anything yeah. behind it. Yeah. And, like, if this movie's saying something, I don't know what it's <laughs> saying. Besides, like, take a look at Japan. Ain't it, ain't it weird, folks? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. Like, I thought this movie would be more racist than it is. Yeah. Um, but 
it's super racist still in that fact that it's like, God, they got a lot of quirks over there in yeah. Japan. Like, look yeah. at all these weird things they like to do. We have to take off our shoes? Yeah. yeah. Right? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes me, it reminds me of like the Die Hard 3 uh, backstory where it, like that was supposed to be like its own movie not related to the Die Hard series. And then somebody saw the script and they were like, oh, well, let's make it Die Hard 3. Like, that's what this was supposed to be. Like, a different mm-hmm. movie entirely called, like, I don't know, like, Tokyo Hustle or something with yeah. Tony Curtis. And then they were like, well, let's make it a Bad News Bears movie. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that makes sense because the, like, actual Bears stuff feels so shoehorned in yeah. at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, most of it is just Tony Curtis, like, by himself. Yeah. Or like, Jackie Earl Haley by himself. Yeah. yeah. Or, He's not with the team. Yeah, we right. should talk He's about that stuff. Because yeah. the middle is pretty bearless. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, except for Jackie Earl Haley when he's at the arcade. He, like, mm-hmm. falls in love with a, a Japanese woman. Yeah. That he sees. And he, like, follows her around. And I guess they have a, a love affair, in quotes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh what some guy like translates for him on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, Why is Jackie Earl, Earl Haley on the Bears at this point? He's like forty. Yeah, <laughs> he really is like at least like seventeen. Yeah, and yeah. Um, same with Rudy Stein. Yeah, who looks so fucking old. Yeah, yeah. His, like yeah. Well, Rudy, he looked old in the first one. Yeah. Oh, he, he does. But in two and three, especially, yeah. he looks so old, mm. and he's got like yeah, he's hairy ass arms. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, that's a grown man. <laughs> and I compare that to Tanner, who still looks like he's like seven. You know, yeah. like I know that he's supposed to be short and scrappy. Yeah, but, like it's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they have their big game. Oh. Where did the little Jewish kid come from on the Bears wearing the yarmulke? That was that was out of the blue. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like what? Not that I have a problem with that. But yeah, it's just was bizarre that I've never seen it before. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, it's not like this was a, 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 you know, they could have had any actor play one of the other Bears from the, yeah. the other movies, but they introduced, you know, this new character who doesn't say anything, doesn't do yeah. anything. Right. You know, he's just there to stand next to. Harpo Marx boy because mm-hmm. he's Jewish and the other kid's a Christian. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Christian thing—that's so weird too. So weird. It's such... <laughs> like that's like weird like one movie. of the last lines of the movie, right? Where he's like, "Well, he looked down and said we should do this or something like that." Like he, the Lord smiled upon us. Man, what a baffling experience yeah. watching this movie. I watched this at like. Between 1 a.m. and 2.30 in the morning, because it's only like a 90-minute movie, but yeah. it feels way longer. Oh, a lot longer. And, like, I th- was like, am I just, like, more tired than I thought I was? Like, <laughs> what's happening? Like, my brain was just struggling to yeah. comprehend what I was actually watching, and no, like, it's just an insane movie. It's terrible. It's really bad. Uh, and they... Yeah, nobody really wins the last game. No, the game ends in a, a melee. Yeah, they're they're fighting, so they call the game off, and everybody's sent sent on their own ways. And 
what happens? Tony Curtis meets up with the baseball coach and they're talking. Uh, well, well, the they coach gets the coach gets replaced, right? That's right. Yeah, he yeah. gets fired because the he Japanese allowed coach. the team to, to fight. fight. Yeah. yeah, so he goes and he gets drunk. Right. Yeah, and they get drunk together. Yeah, at a, in a hotel. Share. Some That's right. And they hear they hear laughter and playing from yeah. outside, and they they go out, and the Japanese team is playing the Bears in a little street game. A little yeah, they're having a good field. time. They're having a great time, yeah. laughing and having a good time. And you never see who wins that game, do you? No. No. No, because it ends you. with, Because like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, like, ends with, like, Tony Curtis and the Japanese coach, like, running away, right? Together. But they, like, run, Holding hands. They run off. Like, That's the love story. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, I believe that more than the, the Kelly <laughs> Leak love story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, like, following true. the teams as they walk away. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Tony Curtis go to a brothel with the little kid? Uh, I think that's what it's implied. Uh, <laughs> that, like, oh. the... <laughs> So in the like somewhere in the, the middle, six year old, the six right? year old who yeah. is the little brother of uh, Abdul, Abdul, yeah, uh, he's he's a little kid and he wants to be with a, an adult, so he follows Tony Curtis right. while he's trying to have some alone time. While Tony Curtis is, well, yeah. Tony Curtis is filming the other movie that this was supposed <laughs> to originally be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Curtis either goes to a massage parlor or I'm yeah. assuming a. Yeah, like you said, a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kid and Tony Curtis have a, a sex talk, uh, which is strange. So <laughs> fucking strange. The kid's like six. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the kid is kind of all right in that scene. There's nothing wrong with the kid. Yeah. It's the no, script. It's the, the scene. The director. Yeah. yeah. So even Tony Curtis is not a bad actor. Right. You know, there's no, there's no salvaging like, what's on but that yeah, page. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing we left off from the end, he, he's like talking to, he's like offered more promotion work or something. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm out of that game. Yeah. So we're we're supposed to suggest that. I'm in love with Hiroshi over here. Some, somehow. Yeah. He's like rehabilitated himself, you know, like he's not a scumbag now, I guess. I don't why I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure what what changed because for him. the non-existent bears taught him a lesson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, that's what it is. Yeah, the, that, and then um, he uh, he thought that the coach was like had honor or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like a uh, it's a very corny like Western man learns Eastern yeah. lesson or something. <laughs> But then, like, as the audio's fading out and they're walking away and the credits start to roll, doesn't he say something like, I think next we should go to Cuba? Like, setting up a yeah. sequel? Well, I can tell you why that never happened. Okay. <laughs> if you'd like to hear the box yeah. office numbers for this movie, uh, we can, I guess, do our uh, final judgments after mm. this. But uh, this movie made $7 million down. Mm. Uh, a lot from the last one. <laughs> I wonder what the budget was, if there's any way to find that out. Probably, uh, probably around Pretty that. high with having to go to Japan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know a lot of it was filmed in studios, the interior stuff, but, yeah. you know, all the exteriors and... There's no budget info on uh, IMDb, unfortunately. Um... So yeah, I don't know, but I I would imagine it. 
it wasn't as cheap as the first two. Yeah. That's definitely the case. Right. And it's funny because, like, only making $7 million, not only is that no repeat viewings from people who saw it once and, like, nobody went and saw it again. That's people demanding that's, their money back. <laughs> that's people demanding their money back. And that's also people who saw Breaking Training and they're like, I don't want to see a fucking third one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with the first one. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so, like... People were already pretty down yeah. on it, I, it sounds like. Yeah. And then by the time the third one came out, it was just like, uh, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should have taken like a four-year break and got a good script and maybe got Mathow back. Or even just like rebooted it. Yeah. I mean, like, these are the new bears or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when did the TV show come out? Uh, the late seventies, I believe, was, was so like so right around the same time. Like the yeah. next year, so just, they decided to go to TV. And people Banners were just overloaded. Yeah. yeah, people were like, "No, I've been inundated with far too much of this." Yeah, I, I think seventy nine to eighty was the the TV. That's the next even year. Last that yeah. long? I think it was one season. I meant to watch an episode or two <laughs> on YouTube before. Well, I mean, in that Jack Warden is Buttermaker. Yeah, right. You know, so, Buttermaker is back again. And then right. I think it just does the origin story all over again of the Bears. Yeah. Hiring him or something. Corey, I Corey Feldman's in it, right? Corey Feldman is in it. Yeah. Uh, go to Japan, F's all around, right? I'm going to give... What grade, I'm going to give it an F. What grade is closest to what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's got to be F. Okay. F minus. F minus, yeah. Um, yeah, it's an F. Uh, better than Rollerball? No. No. <laughs> Better than Snow Dogs? No. Uh, uh, probably I don't not. think so. No. I don't think so. It could be the worst movie we talked about so far. Yeah. I really hate Rollerball, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rollerball's terrible, but... But Rollerball is something... Rollerball is similarly fucking insane and nonsense. It's something I would but, watch it. But it's over-the-top yeah. nonsensical. Yeah, and... yeah. It's at least entertainingly nonsensical. Like, I think you can watch Rollerball and have an okay time, even if it's terrible. This... No, not really. No, it's not fun. It's got no it's redeeming fun. qualities. Um, we... We weren't tasked with watching this because this didn't come out on DVD, yeah. but have you guys seen the remake? I know you have, Andrew, because I'm pretty sure we probably saw that together. Yeah. Um, but have you seen the 2005 one? I, I want to say yes because I remember a couple things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's Linklater. Is, so yeah. I think like... Is it before was, School of Rock or it was after? A couple after. years after So he's trying to... School of Rock's a 2002 movie. So that's a movie we're going to talk about later. Uh, It's 2003. Oh, dang. Okay, never mind. For some reason I thought it was. Won't be, but... Okay. Never mind. Uh, I mean, we could find a way to talk about it. Nah, it's not that important. But, um... Yeah. And and it's also post-Bad Santa. Yeah. Which is, I think... Yeah. I think... It, it feels like the intersection of Bad Santa and School of Rock, where it's a little sweeter than Bad Santa, yeah. but he's still doing that thing. Right. Yeah. I think Billy Bob Thornton is not a good math out replacement because he's friggin' scary. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a danger about Billy Bob Thornton that Walter Matthau does not have. Even Math- when Walter Matthau gets mad. Yeah. There's you know, warmth. There is yeah. warmth, and he's, you understand his anger, and you he's know meaner than Matthew. Just looking at him, it's yeah. like that's a mean guy right there. He looks like a mean guy. Yeah, 
And Greg Kinnear is no Vic Morrow. Right. You know, I like Greg Kinnear. I think he's, he's fine miscast. and stuff. But yeah. He, yeah, that's not the right role for him. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Bad News Bears in I don't since two thousand five, so I can't yeah. really remember too much about it. I No, I don't either. I reviewed it for the Register, the Orange County <laughs> Register, because I used to be uh, a teen movie critic for the uh, Orange <laughs> That's County That's the Register. TV movie I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> teen critic. <laughs> teen critic. <laughs> I used to, I, I, for like two years, I saw two movies every weekend oh, for the Register. That's amazing. Uh, my dad had all of them, and he sent them to me in out when I lived out <laughs> of state uh, in Alabama, where I lived for a few years. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait a second. That's why they call me Alabama. <laughs> they call you Alabama Dan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, he he just was like, hey, uh, I thought you might be interested in these. But what he actually was doing was he was just getting them out of his garage. <laughs> because they're fucking boxes of newspapers <laughs> that are heavy as shit. I got rid of them all. Yeah. I wish I had saved some of them now in retrospect, but... Yeah. Well, maybe they're on microfiche somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. Go to, yeah. go to like... Some Fullerton library or something. Yeah. Man. Nothing's cooler than a microfiche scene in a movie. It's too bad <laughs> yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. Right. I feel like if it happened in like a modern movie, it'd be annoying. What's your favorite uh, microfiche scene? Well, all the presidents, all the presidents men. Men. Yeah, I know it. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. It would you, be annoying if it was... Yeah, if... If like a character that had a cell phone decided to go do micro, <laughs> unless it or whatever, took just place, they thought it'd be cool. Yeah. Amityville yeah. Horror. Amityville Horror has yeah. the microfiche scene mm-hmm. yeah. where they find James Brolin looking just like Ronald DeFeo. Yeah, not the, the second <gasps> Amityville Horror. No, no, the the Margot Kidder. I've yeah. never seen the original Amityville Horror. It's not good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's the, better than the the remake. None sure. of the Amityville <laughs> Horrors are really that no. good. No. Oh, well, that's, yeah, I've never really heard much, um, like, that's not a franchise that people really, like, revere too much that mm-hmm. I know of. But they yeah. keep making them. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix? Mm-mm. No. Looks real shitty. I haven't really seen any trailers for it. I, I watched a trailer. On the I watched game. a half hour, but then I turned it off. Oh. Did you? Okay. Well, it just looks crap, and... Yeah. I mean, it... Wasn't filmed in Texas. Which I know, <laughs> what, the, what are you which, doing? Yeah, Where I know it, it doesn't matter, but it just does. It doesn't have a Texas feel to it. Does yeah. it take know. place in Texas? Yeah, but it's, but filmed, it's filmed, filmed in, in like Bulgaria. Filmed. <laughs> they filmed it in Bulgaria. Why are they filming those cowboy <laughs> movies in New Zealand? <laughs> Why are they filming the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Bulgaria? What do Bulgarians know about chainsaw massacres? <laughs> Uh, Leatherface looks like a damn Chippendales dancer. <laughs> I was kind of turned on by him. <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott with some, some real bonehead of the year comments. That, this is going to stay evergreen. People will come back to this <laughs> later on, like years from now, and go, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> well, I don't know. That is kind of like one of those weird reputation damaging kind of things. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Jane Campion kind of shot herself in the foot now. With What did she following. say? She Apparently the next award that she got, she got up on stage and said, 
well, Venus and <laughs> Serena, sure, you had a tough time, but you didn't have to direct oh, against men. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, that's a... That's yeah. That's that's no good. I had it much harder than you. Yeah, it's yeah. no good. No, no. <laughs> what are you doing, knucklehead? But I think I did see an interview. Well, not an interview, like a red carpet thing where a reporter said, like, "Oh, to Jane Campion, what do you think about what Sam Elliott said?" Yeah. And she was like, "Well, he's a bitch." Yeah, that, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's, that's a be- that's much a... better response. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I don't even. You don't even have to justify it the way she attempts to with the like. Venus and Serena thing. Like, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, that was just <laughs> Like, wh- why are you bringing them into it? He's not even in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she was up accepting the award. Yeah, yeah. She like that. She did that from the stage. Yeah, like, I just don't know go, why Jane. you're even... Why you're even attempting to snipe Venus and Serena yeah. Williams. Like, I don't know. If you're gonna, if you're gonna like, be... <clears throat> uh, like witty or whatever just take it out on Sam Elliott yeah. he's an easy yeah, mark would have, been a, would have been a much better recall yeah everyone would have been like yeah okay like, cool yeah. <laughs> I love Sam Elliott though <laughs> he's a great actor yeah. he's a great actor super memorable performances yeah. but yeah that was so funny how stupid he sounded yeah and Dennis, you still have not seen Roadhouse, is that correct? I've not seen no, Roadhouse. really? I've never seen Roadhouse. Man. Oh, man. You gotta come over and I watch Roadhouse. I just can't bring myself to it. I we're just, we're gonna yeah. have to find a way to do Roadhouse on this show. Uh, I don't know what you imagine Roadhouse is. Roadhouse fucking rules. Roadhouse is fantastic. <laughs> it fucking rules. I don't know. Rowdy Harrington, right? Uh, Roadhouse is, yeah. yeah. Roadhouse Kevin Ty's in it, right? Yeah? I, I could watch for Kevin Ty. There's, I... I, I wanted to say the line from the end of the movie, but I don't even know if I should. Save it. Okay. It's one of the funniest... It Roadhouse. <laughs> it's one of the funniest, most inexplicable like lines of dialogue I've ever <laughs> heard a villain say to the hero of a movie. <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Roadhouse is fantastic. One of the best movies of the 80s. You got Ben Gazzara just like drifting into the other lane. Mm-hmm. Great stuff in that yeah. movie. It's, it's a good time. We can watch it right now. I'm down. Video is right up there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think we probably talked about the Bad News Bears trilogy as much <laughs> as we so. can. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing else to add on. Yeah. They made three movies, one remake. Uh, Let's rank them. Without the the. The Bad News Bears. Uh, the Linklater one was just Bad News Bears. Without yeah, I wonder what the reason for that was. It's cleaner, as you always say. Drop the the, it's cleaner. Well, mm-hmm. me and... Uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> no, or, no. Uh, um, Timberlake. The, yeah, Tim, I was trying to think of his, his real... <laughs> Person. Napster. Yeah, the Napster guy. Yeah. Sean Parker. Sean Parker, yeah, that's right. Drop the the. He's this cleaner. is a social, social, oh, network. social network. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I say that, I reference that line like a lot. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, that's Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says, drop the the, it's cleaner. Yeah, that's right. The that. Facebook. Yeah, well, that I think pretty much wraps it up for this uh, home video edition for the Bad News Bears trilogy. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be back uh, next week with john q plus return to neverland oh boy oh man uh, asking, a, movie. asking a lot for our for my movie what's the fifth one for that weekend 
Super Troopers. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun to review that. Yeah. I think, is Travis coming back for that? Is that confirmed? Uh, I don't see I why not. I think he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's The fine. genius of Brian Cox. Yeah. Brian Cox, yeah. Yeah, I, I still want to know how they got Brian Cox in that movie. Maybe it's on the commentary. Maybe I should watch that with commentary for that one because yeah, that's I a mean, movie I've seen a bunch of times. If you don't watch the Super Troopers with commentary now, when will you ever? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I don't uh, know. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh man, it's your I can live a life of regret. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You you it's may not if do you do something don't. that you have done than something that you haven't done and regret yeah, later. Damn. So there may come a moment yeah. down Far the road out. you'll think, man, I should have watched <laughs> Super Troopers commentary. You know, the thing about director's commentaries is that uh, they're all really boring. Even when they're great directors. Then you haven't watched the Blood Simple commentary. Oh, no. I, I've there, never watched a Coen Brothers commentary. There's some good Fantastic. commentaries out there. The uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger commentary on, I think it's... Totally this is why I was supposed to get the action mount for very Jamie. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I would kill for a Jingle All the Way commentary. Um, <laughs> Do you think he'll shower with me now? <laughs> Let me get that boy so I can shower with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a collateral damage recall, by the way. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode. <laughs> It's a reference to our episode of... No, is it actually in collateral? Oh, Let yeah. me shower with that boy. <laughs> I'm running across Colombia because I want to shower with him. <laughs> Where's that boy? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Your mom's a terrorist. Let's go shower. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Uh, uh, that was oh. how that was how I amused myself while we were watching Collateral Damage because that movie's so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this episode went way off the rails, but I think in a good way. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. it's not an official episode. Yeah, anyways. it's a well, it's a hangout. It's a chill out. Yeah, it's a chill out. It's a the whole thing is a chill out. So for our next uh, chill out episode, mm-hmm. our our next proper episode. Uh, when we chill out, all I get to say, I watched the three Bad News Bears yeah. movies. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, when will you be back, Dennis? For We Were Soldiers? Oh, yes, we were. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> when, that's, when that's a that? little peak. <laughs> uh, that came out March. Oh, so. Early March. Soon. Yeah, so it's coming up. Who directed it? Uh, Randall Wallace? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, who did uh, Mel Gibson directed Braveheart, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, I think he wrote Braveheart. I was gonna say maybe Randall Wallace was like he the assistant Braveheart. director. I don't know about that. He wrote Braveheart. He wrote Pearl Harbor. Um. He let's see. Uh, let's see. He directed The Man in the Iron Mask from '98. Never saw that. Didn't you just review that one? No, that was no, Count that was, of Monte Cristo. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, he did We Were Soldiers. He did Secretariat. Mm. The horse racing horse movie. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. That was 2010. And then he oh, did... Uh, 12 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 56. <laughs> I don't remember things anymore. It feels like yesterday when it came out. 
Somebody who's 12 now was born the year the yeah, Secretary thank you, Andrew. came out. Thank you. And then speaking of Greg Kinnear, he did the Heaven is for Real movie in 2014. Wow. Mm. Things Man. going well for Greg. Yeah. Uh, the thing about uh, the Heaven is for Real movie and book that has always made me laugh, before we end this episode, sorry, uh-huh. um, is that that movie, I don't know, you guys know what that's about, right? Heaven is for Real? Some of the... That's the one where the person falls out of the tree and sees heaven. A kid dies, and then when he wakes back up, he swears he saw heaven, and then they wrote a whole book about it. The kid has later since admitted that he was just making it all up, (laughs) which of course, but not sound like a Ricky Gervais atheist, (laughs) but like, obviously. And uh, the thing that's just always made me laugh is that kid's name in that is Colton Burpo. Oh, Burpo? Burpo. And his dad is Todd Burpo. Wow. And I just, I don't know, it's always, that's it's the always character name, name or that's the actor's The real person's name. Oh, the real person. And then Greg, the Greg Kinnear is playing Todd he plays Burpo. Todd Burpo. Yeah. And that, that's the movie where uh, Eugenio Derbez plays the doctor. Oh, boy. And uh, Jennifer Garner's the mom? Ghibli. No. No. I'm mixing up my faith-based movies. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church is in this movie. That's weird. <laughs> uh, our boy Rob Moran's in it. Oh, cool. <laughs> What's the one with Eugenio Derbez where he's like the doctor? Uh, is that the... It's the one where the kid falls out of the tree, dies temporarily, sees heaven, and... That sounds like heaven is for real to me. Yeah, is that a different movie? <laughs> um... Is that not the one where the kid falls in the ice? <laughs> with Topher Grace? Where the kid falls off the rooftop of the building, <laughs> then falls through a, uh, like a planter, uh, a topiary plant, and after that knocks it over, falls again through... Yeah, I want to see a Kid Sees Heaven movie where he dies through a series of comic pratfalls. <laughs> he, he, and when he gets to heaven, they're all laughing at him and they decide to send him back. That he's was in too a, good. He's, yeah. in a, he's in a coma from brain trauma from stepping on too many rakes and smacking him in the face. It's like, not another heaven movie. Yeah, exactly. Not another heaven. National that's, that's like a presents. TV series name. Uh, uh, what I is, just want to look up real quick what that Eugenio Derbez one is. Like what? What year are we talking? Because that's uh, going like back kind mid, of far. Uh, oh, Miracles from Heaven is what it's called, where he plays Doctor Nurko. Doctor Nurko. Doctor Nurko here to see Colton Burpo. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Ooh, these people? Wow. Uh, it, that that one is with Jennifer Garner. Okay, Queen Latifah also. Yeah. John Carroll Lynch. Oh. Great, great like character actor. Yeah. yeah. And then there's <coughs> the, the Topher Grace one from like 2019 or 2020. Hail Mary Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. What was that one called? Uh, Breakthrough. Oh, yeah. Oh, Breakthrough. And that has the girl from uh, uh, This is 30. This is, no, this what's the the... 13 going on 30? No, no. This is us. This is us. This is 30. Yeah. This is Chrissy Metz. I sang with her. Really? Yeah. I did the song from Breakthrough with mm, her. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Which yeah. was, was Oscar like nominated. Yeah, 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 that's right. So I sang on that. And um, the kid from One Day at a Time. The new One the Day, new day, one day at a Time. The new One Day at a Time, yeah. 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 Marcel yeah. Ruiz? Yes. Yeah, so it's those three are the... 
Josh Lucas is the dad in that. Dennis Haysbert's in it. Plays the doctor. Quality cast. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. Uh, it makes me sad to think of all these actors in these movies, though. Taking the paychecks. Yeah. yeah I, I can't fault them for Bob it. Bob Forster yeah. did one. Yeah. Yeah. But Bob Forster did anything where they said, hey, Bob, we're doing a movie over here. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Didn't matter what he was getting paid. I'm going to Colorado. I'm in. I mean, that sounds cool. No, that's You're, great. Yeah. He, he loved it. Yeah. He, loved, he just cool. wanted to work all the time. That's cool. Just, yeah. That's all he wanted to do. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Nice. Okay. Well, that's a, that's I'm a gonna nice, go before I start crying. That's a nice note. That's a nice <laughs> yeah. note to end on. Yeah. An episode of Phil. Uh, uh, Robert Forster was the man. Was the man. Yeah. Robert Forster. R.I.P. We 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 had a lot of we talked about a lot of cool actors that passed away. Yeah. On this episode. Yeah. Along with Colton Burpo, Demarest <laughs> passed away. <laughs> R.I.P. And then welcome back, Colton yeah. Burpo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you got anything to plug, Dennis? Yeah, anything to plug? Any gigs or anything? Um, no, uh, no, no, I got nothing. Sorry. Your upcoming appearance on the We Were Soldiers episode yeah. of 2002. I, as soon as I get to the bottom of what a We Were is. Uh, yes. <laughs> Should we close it out with a song? <laughs> Let's repeat your song. I, re- I destroyed my, my lyrics. <laughs> The bad news, Oh, <laughs> uh, How'd that go? Again? It sounds a lot like your Del Taco got fish taco. So. Uh, where was it? Uh, uh, the bad news bears they quite often lose. They're a ragtag bunch, and the coach likes to booze. Uh, likes his They're, booze. Likes his likes booze. his booze. <laughs> They're the underdogs of junior baseball, and they had three movies in the seventies. But years later, on the very same day, the whole trilogy came out on DVD. What year was that? Well, let me tell you, it was the year two thousand two. Two thousand two. 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2002 2